0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Yeah. 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 Scientific breakthroughs, yeah. the unveilings, yeah. spiritual revelations, yeah. the openings. That's fine, mm. hijacking the mind, aluminum bonds with intelligence, rewind the message, Merry Christmas, 13 indigenous immigrants, state of the unison, addressing nothing, foundations can ruin, level to level, fucker embezzlement, tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals, 50 scores flying over California, vacation, flying dragons, swords and daggers, lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish. Tap into raw flesh. Vampire, vegetarian. I'm a malnutrition. Chemically imbalanced. Ethiopian and Helen Kush. Blue projects get pushed. Mode with the bush. Standing on the middle line. No defining. Swirling dervish. In between space and time. It's and Fix Tuesday. Another news day. North, east, west, southwest. Not here to confuse the day. Just to fuse the way. Another Tips and Fix Tuesday. advertising for AncestrialTea.com All rights are reserved. Peace. It'll take a chance. You gotta watch out for cats who wanna spark the pound. You gotta watch out for cops who wanna chalk the ground. You gotta watch out for labels trying to talk you down. You gotta watch out for two guns that lost and found. You gotta watch, watch out. out. Every hater got his clock out. It's the same mind frame that took Biggie and Pac out. gotta so watch out. You can have a corner soda. I'm trying to blow a cool mill. Watch my daughter grow up. and dough up. Cognac till I doze up. Now picture two guns in the mall close up. Now A
2: magician. Holy rainwater
1: blows off my altar, channel through the seasons, elevate the reasons. What's the purpose of life to the living, death to the conscious? At the end of days, clash of the titans, zombies running rampant, Christ in the pamper looking for a lamp, revving at the church, plugging in the amp. Rock of the ages, son of the undead, rapping, immortal rage, I bleed red ink on in the page, words and truth, no signature, here's the blur, from invisible literature, sitting at the dock of the base, with Otis, having rituals, turn the lights off, it can get real quick, sir, Milt and pot mix, I'm in search for a fix, walking backwards, looking forwards, patiently waiting, don't ignore it, holding truth swords, like peace signs, aimed at you good? to light, walk into flight, hawk eyesight, interdimensional terabytes, fuel for the journey, some lay a fuel for the gurney, colored in the book of law, no need for attorney, I turn the page, feel the script like a doctor coming out the cage, I'm the lion, fed grain, sticks and stones, no pain, a worker's only worthless this gain, attempting to keep my inner sane, with lifestyle changes, high damn mountain plains, seven thoughts, Seven vaults, no faults, who's to blame? It ain't the same, they take the names, I feel the sun. It ain't no fun if the homie can't have none. I see you run like who's fain like none. It seems frightening, exciting, I go with streaming lightning. I'm the nigga Loki at night. local, way above, yet so below, the permanency of non-movement, ATV, above the dawn, trap of freedom, Blackwater the magician.
2: mad science is on the track, peace.
3: Yep, yep. Peace and blessings is yet another Tips and Tricks Tuesday here on First World Order Radio. I want to give thanks to those who came before and those who will come after. I say, I say. Today's topic of discussion will be uh, Trap or Freedom. Trap or Freedom pertaining to different aspects of what the trap may be and what freedom may be. You know, we got something out there called trap music now. It's like a new semi new. It's been out for about ten years. Um it was coined by T I had a an album come out a couple of years back called Trap Music. But it was just, it's something from the South. Of course we we developed a lot of different type of music. Over the, over, our, over the time period that we've been around here, being able to move around like that with our, you know, I guess our creative aspect of who we are inside and bring it out with, with our music. But sometimes, you know, certain things that we go through, for instance, uh, soul music was particularly, it was, it was uh, formed by way of gospel music and then R V or rhythm and blues. They put those two facets together back in the fifties and sixties, and it molded into uh, to what we call soul music. Now, with the trap music, trap music is basically rap and rock and roll the way I see it. Because rock and roll has like very adverse type lyrics, hard hard rock. You know what so I'm saying? It can be very detrimental or very derogatory as far as uh, what the lyrics are are consisting of, as far as sex, drugs, uh, you know, uh, mistreatment of, of people. Anger, as well as the music in general, how it uh the, the tonality of the music and the tonality or the non-tonality of the vibration being un- harmonious to physical, and as well as the emotion and the mind and spirit. But so uh, with trap music and versus freedom music, that the topic being that. Is basically what we were and you know where I got this from is, is you know, I did with music. The last song that played was called Trap Music. I mean Trap for Freedom. Um, the song before that, get thanks was by uh, me and me, uh, me and my um, brother Messiah and Macaya. They're going to be they're going to be tapping in in a few minutes and and uh, really bring some information to the table that that really it, it revolves around. Their experience with uh, being caught up in the contractual agreements or the trap on that side, and then also being freed from those uh, type of um, agreements and being able to move with their, in their higher state and their higher with their higher awareness and in the conscious with a conscious mind outside of the realms of control through through the mechanisms of what we call um, entertainment. And then also we got another brother coming in, brother uh, Mitch L. He's gonna bring in the vibration of how how sound and vibration can be utilized properly in commerce to pretty much be more effective, to and in order to get certain things done. Now the brother, i sat on the phone with him, but the brother he clears credit, he does he, you know child support clears that taxes and things like that dealing with finances and whatnot. I've been doing it for twelve years or so. But I sat on the phone with him, and um, as he was doing some things for me, give thanks. Well, we're gonna get into that. Uh, first and foremost, I'm uh, of course, I wanna thank the brothers and the sisters of the band for coming through um, and participating with us tonight and, and bringing some information beforehand, and um, you know, give thanks. Um, so. First and foremost, a couple of tips and tricks. I'm just going to run through a couple of things. Not much. I want to get right into it. So what is trap music? Basically, trap music is a, is a new genre of music. It's been out about 10 years now, but they use a lot of, inside the music, is a lot of 808s, a lot of um, snappy snares, you know, like that, that finger snap thing that got the triple hi-hats, Um got brass, you know, triangles but basically the main comp- the main ingredient inside of this, this genre of music is that 808 and it's just this. it started out with the Rolling TR 808 drum machine. Y'all might remember that but it had, it's like a little box that had uh, all these different low-end low-vibration bases on it you know, food, you know what I'm saying and it, uh it, it pretty much got um like Waka Flocka, then type Chat Young Jeezy. Uh, well you know they it really came up off that music and and in their participation with what was going on in their environment they were able to express um their life through that you know with that low end that low low frequency or that low vibration of that bass you know so. Also, the producer, Lil Jon, you know, you know, they, he, he, that was like his, his thing right there was putting them type beats together. You know, that beat, Trap of Freedom, is somewhat similar to a trap beat, but, you know, it has, it has pianos in it, which are very good or very beneficial to uh, cognition and, and spatial recognition or you know, so, somewhat like uh, being able to have clear vision our audience, the piano brings about that certain music can be positive, certain music can be negative. You know, so it's depending on the um the style, it depends on the person too, though. Know? You know, it depends on us and how we discern between what we are bringing into the physical body. All right, so um, tips and tricks for today. We're going. To, I'm just going to start with uh, entertainment and how the word entertainment. It's going to fuse in with a uh, trap of, trap of freedom. We again, when we talk about trap of freedom, we're speaking on both sides of, of the of the line. We're talking about the straw man. We're talking about the indigenous being, or the one who has recaptured itself for herself, and is now walking in the means of true person, and true and true identity, and not in the falsehood of when the proper person, not in the falsehood of the, or the, the disguise of. Um, um, the strong man. All right. So, but entertainment. You break down the word entertainment. So we have in, which means uh, if you mean inside, well, it also can mean um, to make weak or evil. All right. Then we have the word ter, enter That means three. Okay. And then we have the word. Well, inside of entertaining, um, tame. Tame means um, basically it's a thin plate of mirrors, but the thin plate of mirrors is alloy, silver, and lead. It then mint is mine. So to put or to make feeble the mind three times by way of silver and lead. Entertainment. You can look at that like uh, mirrors being reflected onto us from an external reality, but silver and lead. Silver and lead are two um particulates that are in chemtrails. Not gonna get too far t- to that tonight. Might have to come back with a uh traffic freedom part duh on another on another L. But tonight, um but basically entertainment the, di- the dictionary or the definitive of it is uh basically it means an agreeable occupation of the mind. Also can mean and a divergence of the mind, for something that amuses the mind. So this is an agreeable entertainment. Is supposedly an agreeable occupation for the mind. I don't think anything that occupies something in this manner is agreeable. I mean, you know, we had a court justice, but you know, for the for the you know so-called clown, really, basically for the king, queen, or for the. As far as royalty was concerned back in the day, it had somebody come in to entertain them. You know, is this an agreeable occupation over the entertainment that we have now? It's more like a um, controlling uh, occupation. When we think about the word occupy, I think about, like, what the military does. It goes in, it it occupies territories, or it goes in, you know, like the colonization of what the Europeans have done, how they have colonized went through and, and just pretty much put a flag down everywhere, but that's uh, that's occupying that area. So in, in the terms of terraforming, terraforming means to um, transform the physical outlay of something and put what you or what that individual may want there in place of, of what was naturally there. Terra meaning earth, and form means change or to, to uh, alter. So terraforming, is to change the scheme or the schematics, the natural schematics of something into some unnatural. So the natural schematics of the mind has been terraformed in uh, different relations to how um, music or what certain sounds or vibrations can do to um, us in our reality, physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. All things work together in this agreement Basically through the, um, what we would call vibration, all things vibrate. The mind is all. Remember, you know, the, one of the seven hermetic principles: the mind is all, and all is mind. And that's through the the, um, pro- the proper utilization of, of vibration, we can see how it is very effective. And even in the improper use of of, of vibration, because all, all things vibrate on the low end as well as on the very high end. So we have extra low frequencies and we have very high frequency or ultra high frequency. Um bass being one of those uh, frequencies that's on the low end. You know, so in the uh, in trap music they utilize the bass a lot. Why so? Because bass is a if we recall it's a long wave it's a long wavelength, especially a short wavelength. on a long wavelength um information can be piggybacked on that wavelength to um, cause any type of uh, any, anything that wants to be done. It can actually induce uh, sleep. It can induce agitation or overabundance of energy. It can cause a person to um, space out and go to do things they might not readily find agreeable to themselves. But it's basically a hypnotic type of uh, suggestions can be. Piggybacking, or can be implanted a, a month or uh, upon um, the extra low frequency, but basically it's the long wavelength that, that the extra low frequency is carried. On. So the short wave frequency or the short wavelengths are ultra high frequencies. They're shorter in length, but they hold. what um, the information is is going to be on a high frequency. So right now, a lot of the things that we participate with is on the extra low frequency, but but that bass that's in um, trap music is, is dealing with that as well. So when it goes into the cellular structure, it's on the extra low frequency, and it tends to cause uh, um, which would, what we would call a disconnective uh, type of scenario within the synapses. So things that should be popping or sparking may not do so um, due to the parameters of that of those messages being there and the overabundance of information that's being introduced through these, um, these extra low frequencies and long ways. On. And we're not, and it's not the right information. It's, I mean, it can be good information once we learn to discern between what's right and wrong for us individually, you know, so, but, so uh, tips and tricks, just, uh, that, that entertainment, again, meaning um to to cause to be a feeble or to make um, or to put in three times different lead in the, in the mind or the brain. Mint meaning brain the mind. Curb um, meaning three. Train meaning um I mean meaning silver lead or tin, tin or if the alloy silver lead. And in meaning within or to put in. So to To put in Mm -hmm. the mind three times, to put silver lead in the brain three times, and cause it to stir the mixing pot. So, you know, where that's going on, we're breathing it in all the time, and that could be aluminum as well, if you want to look at it like that, one of the amyloids. I think aluminum is uh, on my chin, if I'm not mistaken. Yet still, um, it has similar, it causes slippages within the brain. We don't want that. That's entertainment on that and that realm, but it also means a degree of occupation of mind. And it's not an agreeable occupation of mind. We're not here to entertain, we're here to build right nation to uplift humanity. That could be entertainment for some. You know, have fun with it, yet it's still you know, truth, balance, love, peace, harmony, you know, it's, it takes work. Have fun while we're doing it, of course, but it takes work. And the vibration of our intent, or the the frequency of our sound that goes into this uh this work, it's very important. The practice you know. So we we definitely I know we ain't you know as far as, the, as our conscious community, or well, some of us may not really be listening to a lot of that trap music, or listening to music that's going to bring us our mood down or change us emotionally and pretty much erase or hinder and distract us from continuing in the walk of our our true self and our higher self, our sovereign self, our indigenous self. Some things can distract us, you know, and and cause us to back cuddle a little bit. And music being a very prevalent and powerful mechanism that is uh, readily available, we can sing to ourselves, you know, when we wake up. and, And today's music... That we're playing back in our brain or re- repeating to ourselves has a lot of negative or derogatory type of uh, messages that are disrupting our, our continuity in our on on our journey. Our journey. All right, so trap versus freedom. Trap being the corporation, you know what I'm saying. Freedom being your additional self and how we walk, the moving commerce with our True, in our true status, in our true with our true title, and this is a doing. You know, it's not a talking. It's not. It's a knowing and a doing in the movement. And I'm still learning. And I'm still, you know, each day I'm learning. That's why I'm. I'm you know, I give thanks to the the family. Um, me and my coming through, as well as the brother Mitchell coming through. They're gonna really bring some information to the table on on the different aspects of uh of their own personality within. Those within trap for freedom. All right, um, all right, So i was gonna bring in talk about a few things on on how music affects us on a positive note. You know, so music can bring it can help with memory loss. You know, by listening to music, it can actually stimulate the hippocampus. So the, and the hippocampus is a, a part of the brain that governs our long-term memory. So we can use that for we can use good music, you know, to help stimulate memory. Like if we're taking a test or something uh, and we got to study for the test, we can have some music playing in the background, light music, you know, nothing too hardcore and normally something with no lyrics. So just instrumental the lyrics can distract us when we'll be listening to the words of the music or the song in place of actually reading and taking in the information that we are studying at that moment. All right. So, And also uh, music can help us be less anxious. You know, it was a study that um, scientists did. It was in the trends in cognitive sciences. states that people that went through um, this experiment they let them play music, they let them listen to music before um, a stressful activity in place of taking the anti-anxiety drugs they were normally on, and they found that the level of cortisol was decreased, you know what I'm saying, and cortisol is that hormone that brings on that stress, you know, especially when we're not needing it. So if we're listening to certain type of music that brings on that stress, it can be a mood-changing song that changes us emotionally, to sadness or something, or to happiness. But if it's bringing on a stress that's not needed at that moment, then the cortisol is going to be distributed to the body and then turned to the cell where it's going to it can cause degeneration. Uh, you know, you, you can look at our reality right now, especially the younger, younger generation, you can see they're not regenerating properly. You know, it's, and it basically can be due to um, the music types that they are listening to, or the type of music they're listening to right now. When we came up, I know we, we were coming through. Um, we were coming through the time when music was. Uh, it was just like starting to balance from the love of the 70s into a conscious type of, of Well, of, of the love, of awareness of being in love with certain types of things in our reality. Freedom was coming through. And we just got out, as far as uh, the melanated peoples, people, we just got out the predicament of what we call them civil rights, and we started moving towards uh, human rights, so to speak. But we are still going towards that. But in the 80s and 90s, that consciousness of who we were in the cultural uh, personification versus uh, who we thought we were from uh, the bias of, of uh, the European and, and how their colonialism has uh, taken hold to a lot of the indigenous lands over these past centuries, so we we figuring out who we are now on that side versus the trap, you know what I'm saying. So the freedom, that's what was going on. Then, then all of a sudden, that trap music came in, which I look at like it's the type of per- trap music. that has the personality of rock and roll mixed in with hip hop or rap and R and B, you know what I'm saying. So it has that it has that um, the means of uh, where the personality or what the discussion is in between and then' mixed in with uh the cultural aspect of melanated people in their in our struggle so we we're bringing that that hard type of reality to the music but yet when it touches the the mind or the um, as the young generation takes the in all of it it can uh, be very impressionable to them even if they're not even living that type of lifestyle or in that particular situation, they'll go out and look for it or they'll try to recreate it because that's what their entertainment or that's what the, the um, populace around them and society has generated for them externally in place of knowing who they are naturally in uh, in their own walk, you know what I'm saying, through Parents, you know, that's who we are here as parents. We are here to teach our children uh, their heritage, their truth, their, you know, their background. So when society gives us, uh, uh, you know, some type of reference point to point us in the direction of who we think we are, it's not going to be the complete truth. It's going to be somewhat a half-truth that normally don't even want us to know half the truth. So that give us complete lies. You know, I, I wanted to bring in some of that. What really happened the other day? But I'm not even, you know, in Orlando, Florida, the other day. You're not even going to go there. It's a nice topic. It, ha- it has relation to it because it does have something to do with the name of the place is Pulse. And uh, when we're dealing with the physical aspect or the spiritual aspect, we're dealing with pulse rate harmonics. Pulse rate harmonics is the vibration and frequency that everything. Um, resonates to we all resonate to some type of oscillating harmonic. The, the Earth is at uh, a human resonance 7.8, you know, and that hurts 7.8 hertz. So that's a very relaxing and uh, very calming hertz within the brain, and that's the natural bar rhythm of the brain as well. That's the Om sound, you know, that we that we look for in our meditation commerce and to bring about certain activities within. I right, but today's music is uh has gone through so many different changes and different um, transformations that and like I said I, I look at like heavy metal or, or that hardcore type of rock and roll that's based on uh sex, drugs and you know, and different things like suicide. When suicide has grown, teen suicide has tripled um, within the last 30 years. Casual drug use has tripled, you know, it's like 50% in the last four years alone. You know, more younger people, young the young generation has started doing more drugs. But so many drugs out there now. We have the radio and TV to actually influence us to do more drugs. So it's like it's uh, becoming... Becoming a norm, you know, it's not natural. It it seems to be necessary because it's right there. You know, I ain't gonna find, I just took a sip of some uh, red wine, you know, I ate today, like talk about some fruit. And I was I I mean, I drink a a nice little cup of red when I eat a meal, you know, the antioxidants and all that, good for certain things, polyphenols, all that stuff is good, you know, for the body, but I don't. now that I'm adult, I don't overindulge in those type of things because I can see where it led me back in the day. But these younger, the younger generation, they're going through their experiment, going through their experience. So sometimes they don't know the limit. They just get, they haven't found that threshold in their experience so they might trip up and you fall back into that trap as they walk through, you know, trying to find freedom. But freedom ain't going to come in the bottle. It ain't going to come at the bottom of that bottle. We look for that genie to pop out. We go up it three times and all that pull some out but it ain't it ain't nothing at the end of that bottle but you know the bottle that we got is bottle of trying to locate that that freedom. So true freedom comes from knowledge itself, you know. Now self. Is, uh in particular is knowing that we are already um free from the jump. Now, we do have to go through certain things, experiences and experiments so 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 to speak, to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's um, the experience, you know what I mean? That's what we're here for. We've all went through something that has been um, that has been somewhat like, um, you could say, steps, you know, or, or uh, you know, pegs on that ladder of our elevation, not that low. We can't really look at it like it's bad or down, on, you know, down on certain things that may have appeared. Got to look at it like it's all growing growing points, you know, and she's a, a little thing, you know what I'm saying, a little bubble. All right, but, so with, those, with the younger generation, and, and now the, the, type of music, the type of music just started to influence, you know, I mean, I noticed that I have a, I've had a couple of parties here in my house here recently for the younger uh, graduates. They did, a, they did a graduation party my nephews and in the high school and stuff, so they got a graduation party over there tonight, and they went in. You know, I'm mean, I'm back here in my room, you know, at the brothers on the But it's in the high school, and, and the music that they listen, listen to the words, and like wow, you know. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna locate some of these lyrics real quick, and the brothers. Sister, y'all can go ahead and type in now. I'm gonna, y'all can come on in. I'm going to want some input from y'all on these lyrics right here. The good brother, um the good brother Mitchell, known as Mel, and the good sister the fam, me and Nada. Y'all can go ahead and uh, come on in. Just press one, there you go. Um. Good, yeah, thanks. I, I, I have peace. Peace, what's going on? Okay. Peace, got, peace, got it. Okay. Yeah, everything's everything. Um first and foremost, thank you guys for, for stopping by, teleporting in.
1: <laughs>
4: definitely, <laughs> definitely, And thank you for having us. You know, definitely appreciate the love and, you know, um, just appreciate everybody that's a part of this, this movement, you know, and, and just the sharing of information as we, you know, like you said, we're all learning as we go. So it's good for us to share our experiences and learn from each other.
3: Exactly. And I you know, that's what we here for. Um, the brother Mitchell, you can press one to get in. I with this, I I got some lyrics right here, right? I'm gonna get you I want alls uh y'all's opinion, I guess you could say, you know, from this is I I I think this is two chains right here lyrics, but I'm gonna <laughs> read it to what really it say right here, okay? Hold hold one. Somebody's at the door board. Let me get back to that. Okay. Oh, um, mm. one. It just appeared on Here we go. I. It goes like this. Shorty got some real good um, All right, now, I know it's kind of offensive. And if you're any really younger years out there, please plug them. But just say, shorty got some good, real good panoos. Uh, if that shit stinks, then she needs to danish. No, I'm not a killer, but no panoos. Get fucked, get slugged, bet you won't even get up. This is this. Uh, is two guns in my Adidas. I'm from the A you would see plus you niggas can't even see us. earmuffs from Namin's market. All right now two two changes of uh, a intellectual brother. The the, the dude ain't done, you know I mean, <laughs> y'all, y'all feel me. I and mean, you know he got he got some sense. he's an older brother too, so he knows what he's doing. He's been in the game for a while. Yeah, I mean I, I can't knock this hustle. You know, or anybody in that matter for doing what they're doing, 'cause they gotta eat. But yet still, yeah, it's a it's a certain way we go about doing things and saying stuff. You know, the trap music is based on the struggle of of brothers and sisters in the South at that at that juncture in their life back in the um you know late '90s or whatnot. So how they uh, you know brought about the expression of uh, their life was through. The Music just like all music, you know, is basically just the expression of one's life in and the environment. So we brought that out. Now, I'm just looking at the content of the lyrics, and he said it. i know no, I'm not a killer, but no finish. Uh, he, you know, he ain't gonna get, he ain't gonna get pushed, but get he. The next statement is get f u c k e d gets slugged, but you won't even get up because he got two guns and Adidas. Now, I mean. <laughs> If I'm eight years old, nine, ten, eleven, I hear that and whatnot. Somebody repeating it. I don't really think the brother is doing that, you know, just from the that side of where thought can entrap the mind or things that we see and absorb in or, or hear, basically, because a lot of us are audible. We don't really take in the information as it's being seen, as a, not necessarily, but most of us take in the, it in, the, in an audible manner and we listen to instruction or we mm-hmm. listen to learning, you know. So what do y'all think about that? I mean, shorty got some real whatever, and then if that it, you know, how can that be as positive for positive in the aspect of how we are needing to go into freedom versus into the um, realms of being trapped? Well, um, I want to just
5: say, first off, um, much love to you, brother. I appreciate you for having us on the show again. Um, this is a great opportunity, um, again, to, um, you know, really bring some of this stuff to the forefront. Um, when I when I think about, you know, um, or even just listening to um, his lyrics, um, I think that's kind of like, you know,
2: that's kind of like a cop-out
5: of them, if you ask me. It's kind of like a cop-out, like, you know what I'm saying? You, you're an intellectual brother. You know what I'm saying you've been in this game long enough to know that you know um a lot of the, the influences and the things that you're saying in the songs you know what I'm saying is influencing our young people and this is a and this is coming from a place where again we we talk about somebody that's been around the business, you know what I'm saying that um that see these things going on, you know what I mean so from my point of view, you know what I mean you gotta you know you if 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 you really you know what I'm saying. Thinking about even changing the environment or things in your community, then you're gonna have to promote something a little bit more different than that. You know what I'm saying? Um, As far as him being like an intellectual brother, I'm quite sure he could, you know, put a different message in his music. You know, um, and but maybe that's not maybe that's not true. Maybe that's you know that's his lane. You know what I'm saying? That maybe that's as far as he could take it. You know, um, I don't knock him for what he do. You know what I'm saying? You like you said because he gotta eat, but. At the same time, man, this is what's influencing our children, and um, if we don't do something to, you know, um, you know, counteract that, then this is what our children are going to be doing. This is what they're going to be thinking. This is what they're going to believe. This is because this is what they see. You know, this is the music yeah. that they're hearing. Right. You know, um, and I, I can um, vouch for that because I remember when I was a young kid. You know, and being young, like, you know, when you see Run DMC, like, I, I wanted some Adidas. I wanted to do this, you know what I'm saying? When I'm watching Michael Jackson, I want that jacket. I got to have right. the Michael Jackson glove, you know what I'm saying? Like so these were the things that influenced us as children, you know? So nowadays it's, it's it's not so much of the uh uh the positive reinforcement in the music, and if it is, it's not really being played on the um the major radio stations or on the major airwaves, you know what I'm saying? So you, you got to kind of like go digging around to find something that's you know, that's kinda of like positive or that's conscious. You know, um I have a lot of respect for artists in um no matter who they are because it, it takes a lot to be able to get in this industry, you know, and um and do your thing. You know, and I know that some of these artists, you know, like you said, this is not really who they are. You know, but again when you when you in this business, you have to do what you what you what you signed your on your name on that contract to do. So contractually you know, I mean, he may want to say something different, but because he was signed to create this kind of music, you know, that's the lane he got to play in. That's the bed he made. You know, so, I'm just going to say, like, again, I I respect for all artists, man, because, you know, being an artist, it takes a lot of hard work education and to be willing to, you know, to put everything to the side in order to, you know, be your best. You know, um, one thing for us was that, you know, we decided that we didn't uh, want to go down that road, you know, um, I started that when I was younger, I, I got into the music business to make music that would last forever, you know, um, songs that will be, um, that would be, that would be healing to people's soul, you know, to people's minds, to people's hearts, you know what I'm saying, um, to me, Earth, When the Fire is like one of the groups that, that, um, that, that give you everything when they, when they sing, when they, when they make music, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? um right. they deal with yeah. they deal with some very 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 positive energy you know so when you hear their music you automatically get engulfed with positive with positivity you know what i'm saying you automatically just start feeling overwhelmed by that you know i'm about to tell the story morning glory all about the serpentine mm-hmm. Fire. you know what i mean <laughs> like you know those things as a child me hearing those musics it, it 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 made me want to go in that direction. You understand right. what I'm trying to say? It, it, mm-hmm. it forced me to like. This is the kind of music I want to make. When I listen to Stevie Wonder, and um, uh, right now Stevie's up in age, but if he did music right now, it would come out and it's. It, you know, people will buy all of his records because they know what Stevie stands for. You know, they know mm-hmm. what he stood for. He, he was one of those people that stood up for for, for what was right. He wrote it in his songs um i'm gonna let my wife come in, but before i, I um I, I i cut out i want i wanted to say this one song that Stevie had um it's, it was I, the first time I ever heard it I watched the movie bamboozled with um with uh, one of the Wayne's brothers Damon Wayne's and um uh, when they did all the blackface and all of that stuff in the movie and, and Stevie the beginning of the song it starts off by him saying in fourteen ninety two you came upon the shores for seven hundred years, educated by the Moors, you know. So Steve was very conscious, very and still very conscious, you know. But these are things that you know m- most people kind of like overlook. Um, when when you talk about Stevie Wonder and you know, um, Ribbon in the Sky and you know, um, mm-hmm. and She Lovely, these are the songs that you know, again, live forever.
6: Right.
5: They live That's forever. I, we can turn them on right now and. You know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll just brighten up your whole day
3: versus and, turning and on. The, oh, you speaking on on that with, with Stevie, um, Sam Cooke is one of the pioneers or innovators of soul music. And mm-hmm. the first two lines of a change is going to come is, I was born by the river in a little tent. Indeed. So it's already you know telling I mean? you who he is. <laughs> yes. he yeah, You know what I'm saying? I was Indeed. born
2: by the river.
3: And, you know, so he went in exactly.
2: right then. That's right.
3: Yes.
5: And,
2: and and Sam Cook also was, And Sam Cooke was
5: also a pioneer brethren. He was one of the first ones to own his, his own music. You that's know, right. um,
2: yep.
5: one of his best friends was uh Muhammad Ali. You feel what I'm saying? Um Malcolm um, mm-hmm. X. These were brothers you're that, back. you know, were you know, kind of like in the same circle. Mm-hmm. You know, um, actually Muhammad Ali did a song with Sam Cooke.
2: And oh,
5: really? On the I I, I, yeah, man, he did a song with him. So you know, like, but these were brothers that at at the time where our people were in that were coming out of that what we call a Chiplin circuit. You know what I'm saying? And, and coming into, you know, the uh, the consciousness of who we really are, who we are and what we really stand for. So when we get to, like, the 70s, the 60s, and the 70s, that's when music was at its peak for me. Like, I, you'll never hear music like the 70s again. You know, you'll never get that, that many artists, that many people that's incredibly um, um, talented. You know, we can sit here all night and just go over and go back and forth on the the, the artists um, that was from the sixties and the seventies that made a um, that made a major impact on the world for what it is right now to this day. In mm-hmm. fact, all these young artists can't even make a beat without sampling mm-hmm. somebody else stuff from the old days.
3: You're right.
5: You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, we, you, you that know, that we gotta original. get
3: back to we gotta get back
5: to the original. You know what I'm saying? We gotta get back to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Okay, yeah, man. I, you know, I got a lot of respect for the artists that's out and doing what they do. And just like you said, you know, um, they made that that contract to, you know, um, um, occupy that space. You know what I mean? For that that space to be occupied, for them, you know, to to occupy that mentality. You know what I'm saying? Or their mental um uh, brain. You know what I'm saying? Where now you 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 be everybody's being influenced by what you're saying. You know. Mm-hmm.
4: And that's the, that's the way it always was. Um, you know. I definitely, you know, just to go back on a couple of the things that you mentioned that I I wanted to touch on, that um, the ancients used musical instruments as healing instruments. And, um, you know, so that's something that's been in place for a really long time is that we recognize the healing properties of music. So that was one of the things that you mentioned that I wanted to touch on again. Um, We also have always used music and lyric and rhyme and melody and phone and all of these things as teaching mechanisms Mm -hmm. Um, for the purpose of uh, memorization and things like that. When when you spoke about the uh, hippocampus in in the brain and the long-term memory, and this is the reason why you can hear a song and remember, oh, man, I was seven years old when I heard this song and, You know, we was at the cookout and this happened and oh, my mother gave me a great big hug and you could just feel everything and and be transported back to a different place in time just by hearing a couple of chords play, you know, so these things are are, are very potent and and very powerful Um, and that's the reason why I do feel like it's being used to trap the people, the music, so when we say trap music, Um, there's usually some level of physical correspondence for something that's much more profound. You know, so we have um, the brother, he comes out with a music project, and he names it Trump Music, and he's talking about a particular kind of music from a particular place, and, you know, that does have a big, that's a big piece of it, because a lot of the southern music um, that kind of stole the show in the last decade or, or two, um, is the very quick-tempo, oriented um, you know, detrimental um, storyline and, and, and language and, and all of these things. Not to say it just originated in the South, because I was in California when NWA came out, and when you saw a lot of the other, um, you know, gangster rap and all of that, Um, So it's not, it's not new to a degree, you know, it's just a variation of something that we've been seeing for a while, where the thing that we've been using um, to move ourselves forward is used against us. And so I, I feel like that's where, um, you know, from my perspective, that's what the trap music is versus the freedom music. Uh, Brother Haru was talking about the '60s and '70s, and when you look at the number six and the number seven, you that that's already going to tell you the story of what was going on in the music in that time, you know, and what we were really what we really were dealing with, you know, versus now, you know, and maybe this will be a little piece of a resurgent of that. God energy coming through in the music because we are on the 16 and still 7, you know, so maybe we you know, maybe we going to work it out um, this year to, and plant the seed of uh, a new uh, dimension of music coming forward. That'll be you know, amazing. Hopefully, that that's something that we're all going to be a part of together. Um, you know, and just moving the positive message and, and knowledge of self forward into the subconscious minds of the people, right along with the rest of the you know
2: um,
4: infiltrators into the subconscious mind, because. Um, that's one of the things about sound like you said is that um it enters the subconscious mind It's one of the only things that enters the subconscious mind so readily and easily and you know there's really nothing we can do to stop it Uh so the music that's playing in the background even if you're not consciously focusing on those lyrics or paying attention to the images in the video it still is 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 being taken in or being obtained or um as we talked about the breakdown of entertainment, and, um, yeah. you know, that's something that we we played around with as well, you know, something entering into or to obtain the mentality, you know what I'm saying, um, and that's definitely yeah. what, what's going on, you know, uh, our experience, when you talk about the lyric with the brother being an intellectual, I could see how that, happens often and how it could happen because you get into the industry and you know you may bring music with you but a lot of times you're dealing with people and it's not really just up to you what music is is put out um is promoted is accepted and received by the record label is played on regular rotation so you know even someone like a stevie wonder or a prince or Someone who is reputable, who has, you know, put millions and billions of dollars um, into the record label's uh, accounts and, you know, um, touched millions upon millions of people still can't just readily go in and say, hey, I'm going to make this song about, um, you know, let's say... The um, uh, uh, white supremacist uh, education, like you just can't go in and just say, oh, hey, this is the methods that I feel like should be in the music and have the same level of support and backing and funding and all of these other things because many of the corporations and the um, individuals involved in in, in, and that invest in the music industry and many of these um, industries have a different agenda, So they're not, you know, you're not in a position where, you know, a lot of times as an artist, especially a mainstream artist, you're not in the position to just do whatever you want to do. But you can fight. You can fight. You can fight for it. Um, You know, a number of people have, just like you said, Sam Cooke was one of the first people to, you know, take us a step in that direction in terms of owning um, and controlling our own creative and intellectual property yeah. and there you know there are some others um you know we talked about ray charles and and um some of the things that he did you know because he went after his masters early on nobody
5: did it like not to cut you off but nobody did it like master p
4: you know yeah master saying? p now that's
5: from, <laughs> he from the south you know but he had a game plan that was the thing like mm-hmm. before they did anything with any um, entertainment label or stuff like that, they already had their stuff going. They mm-hmm. already were selling records. The record
4: companies actually came to them to because they needed to get a piece of that pie. And they have been turning them down. Yeah, And exactly. that's another strategy. You know, every woman out there knows this. You know, you, you can't just say yes at first. You got to be like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And you turn them down and turn them down. And then. That's what builds the anticipation that's what makes it more valuable. Then it's like, okay, when you finally say yes, they're happy to get you know they're willing to do whatever they gotta do, and they're happy to get it, versus if you just say yes in the beginning, you gotta kind of just deal with whatever terms just come at you you yep. know so and
1: that also
5: stems yeah, and goes back to, to, that goes back to um um again to where you know you're young and um you don't really understand business and how the the music industry works, you know what I'm saying? That's where a lot of us um we lose ground. You right. know what I'm saying? We lose a lot of ground in it because again, we watching TV, we hearing these music, we seeing the um the rappers on television and the artists on television and they driving this kind of car, they got this kind of chain or you know mm-hmm. um they flashing this kind of money and we think this is the uh, that's the end all be all. Yeah. Um, I'm getting rich. I'm going to make that money. It's so I'm glamorous. To, exactly, but when you don't understand that paperwork, mm-hmm. that paperwork, those contracts,
2: right. you know what I'm saying?
5: When you don't understand those contracts, and we just, you know, readily put our autographs on those contracts, you mean? Um, we again, we lose ground when you don't right. have the knowledge, right? Oh, uh, what's really being said in these contracts? You know, I, I have a um. Uh, 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 a little, uh, little Story that I want to you know just You know bring to the air and the people That's listening um, it was at one Point when I was younger um, We had uh, had management And the management You know uh, brought a contract to my house You know uh, gave it to my parents Told my parents This dream you know what I'm saying They had all kind of gifts for me and sneakers And all of this stuff and you know Yeah we going you know we gonna get them right. He going we gonna make these records. He gonna, y'all gonna be rich. Everybody gonna be good, you know. And my, you know, being honest, my parents weren't um, all that, you know. Um, they weren't all that wise when it came to contracts and things of that nature.
4: Most people uh, are not knowledgeable about contracts and that.
5: My parents also too, you know. what I'm saying they um they weren't. I'll just be honest. They wasn't in their right mind. You know, when you on drugs and alcohol, like you you can't you can't think straight. You know, so that's where they were. And, you know, it was like, okay, let's just sign the paper. So they kind of like signed me over to the management, and then I was able to actually sign a contract with my management. When I signed that contract, some years later I found out that I had gave up my publishing and my production to a management. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not to a
1: label.
5: (laughs) Not to a label. Not to record execs, not to a um, a major company, but I gave up my publishing, which is my writing, and um, my melodies and all those things, and my production, whatever we was producing, whatever we was making. They had ownership of it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that when I was a child. And I thought that I actually worked for my management. I thought I worked for them, and not knowing that they worked for me, that I could fire them at any time. You know, but that's, that comes from, again, not being knowledgeable of the business. Right. So when, um, you know, after, you know, a few things happen and, you know, you start seeing monies getting missing and, you know, um, um, people singing your songs and stuff like that. You're like, why? What's going on? Then your manager's driving BMWs and, and Mercedes and things like that. And we still walking and catching buses at the time, <laughs> you know, so that's when they started to hit me like something is wrong. Right. You know, um, regular friends in the neighborhood, like, yo, y'all getting jerked. Hey, dicking y'all, y'all something is happening, yo, because y'all should be getting money. Why they got cars and y'all don't? You know, so those questions started to arise, and then, you know, I, you know, one book led to another. You go get a book on management, see what management supposed to do, how they work for you. You know, um, you start learning more about contracts and things of that nature. So I, I would definitely say for anybody that w- would like to, you know, you know, pursue a career and get in the industry or the entertainment field, you know, uh, get a, uh, take the opportunity or the time to, you know, um, learn about the business and how the business can best support you, your ideas, your artistry, and where you want to go.
4: And learn how to protect yourself. It's, it's very important. I mean... You know, I think the, uh, the Brother Maru's story, you know, it it definitely strikes a chord with me because I have a similar story. I started as a young artist, and so I fell into a lot of the same types of situations. But um, I'm sure it strikes a chord with a lot of people, and not just in terms of music, but just overall, like, these are seem to be the stages that we go through. First Year young. and and ignorant not in a bad sense but ignorant just in the sense of not knowing how things work not knowing what's going on around you and you know a little bit naive um to think that everything you know everybody's on the up and up everything is straightforward and you know you could just quickly and easily just sign something and everything will be fine um not really knowing how things function for real and You know, at a certain point, you know, we all get different wake-up calls, you know, we all um, wake up at different times, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But then once you get a little inkling of a clue that maybe something isn't right, the next phase is the research phase. Now you start learning things. You start asking questions. You start reading. You pull the contracts out and start reading it. (laughs) And you're like, what did I sign myself up? you know here let me let me look into this a little deeper you start asking around and talking to other professionals and start you know you know you start to you know the wheels start turning eventually you get yourself to a place where you you no longer are willing to um basically enter into any contract or any contractual agreement with anyone or any agency or entity or um or a corporation without thoroughly investigating that entity and then what type of terms or what type of agreement they're interested in um, establishing with you um, prior to agreeing to anything or even agreeing to be involved or affiliated with anyone. And um, it's a similar, you know, we have a similar story, you know, just as far as coming into awareness about um, the straw man situation and moving ourselves in the direction of uh, researching and gaining awareness and, you know, learning how to start to navigate our way through that process mm-hmm. well. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a similar thing that you got to go through a, a period of research. And then at a certain point in time, I mean, even though the learning is not over and you're still researching, you got to jump out there. Now you got to start writing some contracts up or start negotiating back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, And so that's something that we had to do at a time, you know, until the point where we had to start drafting, you know, contracts and and creating writs and affidavits and different things to, to navigate through the landscape of commerce, because commerce is about agreements and exchange. Uh. And you don't realize what all of that is about just as a young person being sold all of the images and, you know, all the glamorous life and success and, or, even in terms of the straw man, you know, get a mortgage, go to school, do all of these things, and enter into all of these agreements, you know, not necessarily knowing what and how you're being bound, you know who you're being bound to what what type of um of um you know bonding is is being practiced, you know uh when dealing with the straw man, you know, and having to move out of that. We had a phase of educating ourselves, but we really learned once we had to get out and speak on behalf of ourselves and speak to people about what things meant and why we were making those statements in the and assertions, you and know what that. Meant.
2: Um,
4: it, it's it's definitely more to it than yeah. just you know finding a template online and signing your name and filing something over here or you know, seeing what someone else did and duplicating the, the uh, process because you have to understand what you're moving yourself through. It's really about property ownership, whether you're talking about creative or intellectual property in, in music and that type of thing, or whether you're talking about your ideas. Um, you know, a lot of very um, inventive, melanated people, people with – Um, you know, very talented, there's a lot that we have, and it's been stolen from us a lot of times because we don't understand commerce and how it functions, you know, self-governance, and, and, you know, Haru is, you know, 100% right, because that's what it's about. Even when you're talking about the property of your own body mass, the land that's on your spirit, on your soul, um, you know, governing over that, because unfortunately, we're living in a, in a space and time where people want to take over governance of your body, of your seeds and tell you what to do with it and what you can't do with it, and inject you with things, take things out of your body. all You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, um, even making sure that you understand how to deal with these agencies and these entities that want to take over governance over your body or your seeds, It's the same thing as people who want to take over governance of your name and likeness. It's the same thing, your name, your likeness. I remember not knowing what that was, but already having signed it away to someone. Like, okay, I I signed these contracts, and now someone else owns my name and likeness, and I don't even know what that means. What does it mean for someone to own my name and likeness? You know, and it's so interesting to know that people can even do that. And that's where, you know, with the straw man versus sovereign um, or trap versus freedom dealing with contracts comes in. It's, you know, as long as you can keep a person in the dark about the the status that they're in and what the terms of the agreement are that they've signed up for, then, you know, you basically can get or do whatever you want. Um, something else, another quick sidebar um, – because I know who has some things he wanted to add on. Um, But uh, listening to uh, Dr. Ali and them show the other day, and they they were talking about um, Muhammad Ali and how his estate, or 80% or 75% or uh, a a substantial portion of his estate um, was taken over and owned by, who is it, Uh, Zimmerman? or Silverman. Silverman, Silverman, Uh, uh, not sure what the the gentleman's full name was but then we like you know knowing what kind of the caliber of person that Muhammad Ali was and and how he was really you know he was an immovable person you know what what he felt um what his whatever his values and and virtues and things were he he wasn't the he would yeah he would stand he would stand by it so it's it's interesting to hear that and you know and uh One of the brothers say, hey, well, how could he even do that? And I know how. I know how. The way that that could happen is not understanding contract law, not understanding, and, you know, the terminology is very tricky. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the way that that, um, contracts are written oftentimes are very misleading. Um, There's a short form and a long form oftentimes. Um, That was something that we had to learn, you know, somebody bring a little stack of a couple of of pages over to you and say, hey, sign here and here, and, you know, you think you're doing something to read through it, not recognizing that's the short form, and when the attorneys draft the actual document up, they're going to draft up the long form, and there's going to be a whole bunch of other things, and you know, it's interesting because, yeah, you you, you know nothing about that. I mean, once you start to learn about law, then you realize, okay, that's nullified by the fact that it wasn't fully disclosed. But if you don't know that, then, you know, you don't know that. You know, so there are a lot of elements and, you know, believe me, they keep adding new elements and changing up the game every day, you know, as we continue to grow in our wisdom and, comprehension of what is going on they stay changing up the codes and switching up the you know uh legalities because i won't say law because law is is, um goes a lot legality um but these are some of the things that you definitely have to get into you definitely have to get into on any level whether it's entertainment um whether it's just about um your rightful standing your right to speak Um, Being in your proper person, um, you know, dealing with a court of law, dealing with commerce, um, you know, in sports, in film, um, on so many different levels, you're still dealing with the same thing. Going from this place of ignorance where you're being manipulated and controlled from the outside um, for someone else's gain and, you know, barely pinching pennies or getting a little bit of... um, of benefit off of it all the way to the point where you educate yourself into a position where now you're able to govern over yourself and your property and, you know, basically get to the point where you make other people the trustees and now they, you command them to do what you need them to do on your behalf um, when it, when it comes to you and yours. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this is a journey that we're all on. Like I said, you know, we're all still learning um, we have some colorful stories. You know, I know we probably could, you know, have this be a couple of shows. I know the brother he probably got a lot to say as well, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and pass it, but um you're exactly right with you know, with this trap music and, you know, just all of the effects and things that it's having. Hopefully, you know, this is a step in the direction of, of changing the vibration of the music, of the media, um, you know, and us telling our own story and, and you know, in our own tone of voice, you know?
3: Yeah, thanks. Who oh, do you want to add on?
4: Yeah, I was just, um,
5: I was kind of sitting back and just listening, and I, you know, just, you know, the overall, you know, what she was saying was kind of like the same thing, man. You know, with the, um, I feel like the freedom is the, the creativity. That's the thing that we, we, we tend to have lost. It's the creative aspect of um being free to say what we want to say on records to create what we want to create, you know, um, with records. um, And that's what happens when you sign contracts. A lot of times we lose the, um, the, the creative aspect of it when they, you know, when you sign those papers. So what they'll do is, you know, some of your ideas you may be able to keep, but a lot of your stuff will be put on the side, and they're going to bring in the people that they feel like, is going to best suit the project. Again, it's a project.
4: Their agenda. You
5: know what I mean? So they're projecting this to, to be a certain way. They're looking at it as, as it's going to be what they what they put into it. You know, um, they had um, an artist that was on the label with us that this girl, you know, um, she had a, a, a recording budget of maybe like $350,000. And um, she brought in some of her people. And they made a nice little record. But none of that stuff worked for the company. It didn't work for the company. So what they did was they went and brought more producers in. The budget went from 350000 to maybe $700,000. You know, um, now we got Rafael Sadiq on the record. We have this person and that person. So now uh, uh, your, your creative energy is lost. You know what I'm saying? You don't have no creative energy no more. So that's where the, the trapping comes in, Mike, because you lose – a lot of your creative um, ideas, oh, your yeah. control. You don't have no control over how you, your projects should go. That's one of the reasons why we, I mean, for me, I was like, hell no. I don't you even want to be a part of this <laughs> no more because I can't create and, 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 and keep control over my projects and what I want to put out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Due to the fact that somebody else is controlling the mass media, you know what I'm saying, or what can go out and what can't go out. So we decided that we would create our own label, um, and put the music out that we wanna put out, which is positive reinforcement. Everything is about positive reinforcement. Everything is about, you know, evolution, waking up the people. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like some of the um some of the trap music is actually waking people up. It honestly is because it's like, you know what? I, I don't want to deal with this shit yeah, no people more. Like
0: I can't take this I anymore. cannot take <laughs> this no more.
5: Like I don't want to hear this no more. Like um a lot of people that hear um our music well, as soon as we play the music, like, we get a lot of comments. And a lot of co- a lot of the comments say the same thing. Man, this was a breath of fresh yeah, refreshing. air. Was refreshing. This was very refreshing. Like, just to hear something new, something that, you know, is positive. It got good vibe. The, the the vocals is good. Like, thank you for that, you know, that music. You know, um, I can't wait to hear more. You know, so, and we understand, like, it's a process, but we're moving back to that, that place again. We're moving back to that stage. You know, we was talking again yesterday and we was talking about how all the music has become um so dumbed down now. You know, with the eight away, um with the synth- synthesized drums, with the hundred and fifty miles an hour, hi hat speed, um you know, all these things is and, and it oh, no trouble in it. No right. trouble at all the in eyes. the music. Everything is bass. Everything is low vibration. So you can't expect the people to actually uh, be motivated by that. And if it is, it's motivated in a way uh, where I'm going to say like it's no kind of like
4: detrimental. Detrimental. It's no way out.
5: You should see some of the um the dances that they doing to this music. You should see how some of the, like I'm in, I'm in North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? And I was born and raised up in New Jersey, and, and, and you know, it, the, the, uh, music is music, so you get a little bit of um, everything everywhere. But when I came down here to see how um, really, honestly, how zombied out some of the brothers and sisters are because of this music, it's like, yo, there's know, it's no other way. They could be just be zombied out like that. It's got to be the music. They walking around dead for real, you know, just soulless. You know what I mean? That music is totally taking souls out of the people. And the only thing they know is, you know, survival mode.
4: It, mm-hmm. it ain't about
5: living. It's about we have to survive. You know, so you got a whole bunch of people strafing and crawling for crumbs, fighting each other. And, at, and, at the, and in the same sense, this music is what's promoting it. This music is what's promoting that. You know what I'm saying? She got good. She got some good. But, you know, her shit stinks. And know what I'm saying? She yes. maybe need to dust. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Nick, I'm saying Nick, why you up in there then? You up? The smoke should have and, put you away from from the gate. Exactly.
3: Still, yeah. and so
5: you still in that in that roof shack you still down there playing with it? Like, come on, man! Like, I mean, in the. Excuse me, brother. Bro. Can I go in for a second? Yes, sir. Go ahead, brother. Oh, yeah. yeah yes, so I didn't even well, know, I didn't know. I was on a line and I didn't want to. You know. You know, jump in right
0: arbitrarily, but one thing about how when you talk about trap and you talk about freedom, two things one thing that we have to realize you're living in the in what they call the Americanas or America, where two words can have two different meanings, so when two words have two different meanings, then you don't even know the meaning of the word that you actually phonetically speak. It. So when you talk about rap, let's talk about rap and how rap, you know, was introduced. Rap is a Scandinavian word, and rap actually means to have a severe blow. So when you look at trap, so when you say trap, you have to look at where that word came from, and it also came from Greeks and Scandinavians, meaning to steal So when you're looking at those words and you're looking at the phonetic sounds and how they put out and penetrate music in the markets today, it's almost looking like the emanation of the black male. Because when you're listening to music, it's almost like the poltergeist effect. And I'll give you kind of an example of what that means. If you are at a party and everybody has a red cup and you walk in and the host of that party asks you, do you want a red cup or you want something to drink? And you say no. But then after a while, you're listening to the music, you're looking around, everybody has a red cup. So then that same host of that party comes back up to you and asks you, hey, do you want something to drink? Would it be red or a green cup? the mind is automatically trained to go towards anything that looks similar in the physical outside appearance. So then you say, i take whatever. And then he says, well, do you want liquor or do you want tea? And you say, well, I want tea. So then he comes back and he comes back with a red cup. So even though in the first five minutes you decided that you didn't want to have a cup of uh, anything to drink, you know, the same way that everybody else did, that person can manipulate you into still taking that drink without you even knowing it. So Uh it's the same thing that they do today in music. And, you know, giving prime examples of that, you know, that everything that you do is invocation. So when we talk about brothers that speak positive music versus ones that are speaking things that are, um, you know, just ungodly, like, in nature, you look at certain situations. You, You remember from, like, back in the days when you do your research on how, like, they will go out on Friday nights at the, you know, enslaving themselves for quite some time, and they would party to the sun came up on Sunday. So that's the same thing that they try to induce into lower, you know, communi- you know communities or c- communities worldwide, as you, as you can see, because it's actually taken over like a disease. But when you look at right. it, you have an hour or two of music playing that is con- just arbitrarily telling you to go against everything, against nature, or about rebelling against the God that lives in oneself. And then you come out of that situation when you win it, drinking, inducing, you know, your third eye energies and different energies, allowing you to soak that energy in. So then when you leave that place, then you go out seeking those same energies. So then you're working around Tuesday at the party and on Saturday and Sunday, Monday resting up from having a hangover. On Tuesday morning, you're having a bunch of issues, and those issues are actually deriving from those sounds and invocations that you took in. So then it's a Mm -hmm. difference when the person walks into – a situation and they say, hey, I didn't come here for this music. I didn't come here for these things. I came here to seek one person out or seek another person out and then to get a message to them. And, you know, like I see a lot of times that, you know, being that I've been in the financial field for, uh, you know, years, there's a lot of miscommunication out there on how you should handle contracts, you know, how you should handle any type of business, when it's just as really simple as pie. You have people that, have not known what tools are available to them to use. So when you're talking about Negro cards, back in the day when every Negro person in 1933 had to have a Negro card and have some type of trip skill or trade or even a paper stating that they was even free to separate them from being a slave and being a runaway. It's the same right. social security that they gave you now. So, you know, we, we, we know as us all being in the same faith about, you know, Signing in a usable contract, signing contracts that don't make any sense, signing contracts that you ain't even playing. So when you sign in those type of contracts, and then you're looking at what's out there for you to take and move those t- contracts around, then things become different. So then we leaves us in a state of mass hysteria. Everybody's looking around like, well, what can I do, and how do I get out of it? Now they're looking at church, and then they're forgetting about music and without Law. Back when days of Moses and Hebrews, that music, that same music that was being played, when they did play it with the harps and the instruments, it was against the law not to have vibrations coming outside of that music. So now you take mm-hmm. these in where they, say, they take that same thing and sell you feature, benefit, and value. So we're talking about the, just, just give or take how we were talking about 2 Chain. First and foremost, recognize his name. As him being a business entity and him being under logos, his business entity name is 2 Chain. So if it's 2 chains, then that is representation of someone being trapped.
6: So if that's a representation
0: of someone being trapped, and then he's talking about, well, you know, like you said before, not wanting to use those words, you know, well, the shit stink, or so on and so forth, he's not talking about a vagina. He's talking about someone's anus.
2: But because uh-huh. you're not using,
0: like, the word he or she and making the, the music unisex, it's coming across in a subconscious way. So then you see brothers walking around with their pants sagging down, or you see brothers wearing tight jeans displaying their hips, they different than a woman, putting themselves on showcase, and they don't even know the reasons why they're doing it. And they don't right. know the why they're doing it because of the music that they're listening to. So, you know, my so thing conscious. is, yeah, it, yeah, it's just so, you know, you're conscious. So when you, you think about these things and you look at all these different business entities, they are, are derived. There's only six companies that own 90% of America's wealth, and they're all, all 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 owned by those same music companies that choose and pick selectively who would get their message across by signing contracts that mean that they're willing to be in their blood to go against the covenant of God. So that's now you right. have these people taking the same music, they're putting out these things, and they're cashing checks. So then you got the person that's going out working, say a dad, that's working out two two jobs, working at a fish market, and then you know, picking up trash, when he comes home, his children are looking at BET or whatever these entertainment companies are giving them, and then looking at their father when he walks in the door like he has no honor. Right. So then what do you do at that point? Then you see the difference of them still trying to control, like the sister said earlier, from a standpoint of still keeping you awarded to the state that you reside in and keeping you, you know, down. And how they keep you down is by not telling you, when you're listening to that music, hey, that you can take your birth certificate and, you know, besides giving your birth certificate back, just ask them to put the proper name on your birth certificate. By not saying that you're taking off these lineages of um, these so-called people from the Caucus Mountains, these, you know, hybrids, you know, and retraining your brain, because that's just like me saying my name, hey, you know, the straw man name that they gave me was David Mitchell. But so how can I be David Mitchell and that same Caucasian gentleman has that same last name. That wouldn't make any sense. So then that goes back to you know speaking about the Fourteenth Amendment and things of that nature, where you're taking on lineages that are not even your lineages. So the best thing to do, right. even if you're walking in the position of commerce, and I'ma say and convey it to the world, can play It's the first thing that you do. If you wake up tomorrow morning, irregardless of what things look like, you call every last one of these people that oppressed you. You call every last one of these banks that you had ownership and rights to certain loans and documentation, and you state to them that you'll be willing to give it all back just to not be into that lineage. And once you denounce that lineage, then all those contracts are null and void. But it's the not knowing of it that keeps us blinded. So then you're entertained by all sorts of other things. You can watch a commercial for 30 seconds, and in that commercial, just no different than music, you're getting a feature, a benefit, and a value. So once they sell those feature benefits and values to you, then they become your own. So then you're thinking, well, you know, you listen to a song on the radio today, you know, baby, won't you come my way. And you might not like it right then and there, but as you hear it more and more, that song starts to resonate in your fatime brain and it starts to take over your imaginative part of your brain. So then you start mm-hmm. looking at to resonate that with. So that's just like a brother, and I, and I had to correct one of the brothers that was around me, which I allow my brothers to correct me because I don't need anyone for directing myself for my brothers. So when, right. you know, I'm talking to my brother, and I'm, I'm sitting there and explaining it to him, he said, well, this young lady is my trap queen. And I asked him, I said, you know, add on, you know, please, you know, reiterate what you just stated to me as this woman being your trap queen. And he said, well, I really don't know. And then I reminded him, that when you listening to these music, this music that they are putting out in front of you, which is called Lagos music, it's not called trap music, it's not called rap music, it's not called hip-hop anymore, this is straight Lagos music. This is music made for people to worship logos and worship businesses. So when they send something out into that message of the atmosphere and they give it to that brother and they tell that brother, he says, well, all right, this is my trap queen. This is what I see in front of me. So then everything that they think that that brother is talking about or how that brother is living is what they're trying to induce into that same female. Not understanding that that same female, they're consummating them through marriage acts, which could be Brunel acts or it could be acts of sexual nature, changing cell metamorphosis and cell mutation and adding on to that information. So then that way when that offspring comes, that offspring has that data and also wants to even immerse itself in that data because that's what it thinks it knows. It doesn't know anything else. So when we train in your brain and getting those thoughts out of your brain, we first have to come to a realization of one thing, that we are God. And because we are God, if we move in those same entities and look at the invisible energy that you see and don't live in other equal central predicament and lower self-realities, we then become one with ourselves. So then that same music that you want to put out, you can go to that same bank that they're using to fund that same music and say, hey, Let me get a distribution deal, but this is how I want to do my distribution deal. I'm going to give you, just say, per se, $100,000, and not even say $100,000, $10,000, and what I'm going to do is have my music put out in this area, and what I want you to do is keep contractual account of the sales that come in, and then we split the profits and proceeds that way, becoming out of venture debt into venture capital. Mm. Those are two different things. So you got someone that's telling you, okay, Like, you know, the brother was saying earlier, you got people offering you advance money, things of that nature. Those are all called venture debt. They're putting something into you so they can get something out. Now, venture capital works a different way. Venture capital, that means that when I go to them and I say, well, hey, this is what I'm going to be using this money for because you're allowed to ask, they are allowed to ask if you're using their funds, what are you using this money for? Then you tell them, say, hey, I'm using this money because I want to get a positive message out to the people, but in In light of that, I also want to do it in the spirit of charity, and I'm not doing it to contribute to the national debt. And then you tell them, say, hey, every CD is free. You're paying for the artwork, which costs $15. So then they're not entitled to any money. Right. The only thing they're entitled to is what's theirs in the beginning, which is that $10,000, and if they sign an ownership contractual agreement with you, even though they gave you the money, you're still part owner to that account, and everything about that account, you have equal measures to be able to view. It's not a one-sided thing. So both of you both you and that bank have the opportunity to both look at that paperwork and say at any point of time that we want to dissolve this as a whole. We don't want to be a part of that anymore, and I've got what I needed from you, and that's it. Please and thank you. And once we start doing that, we bring ourselves back to, a position where those things don't matter anymore. And listening to things that are going to keep you, I was, you know, when I think of trap, and if I'm going to use the Middle Eastern, like dictionary or just English dictionary of the word, it means to either trap an animal or to trap a certain body part. So the body part that they're trying to trap is the mind. They're not tracking you. You They already depict you as an animal. Because they said that, hey, if you're talking about trap music and we're talking about who that demographic of people that they're giving that music to, it's ninety percent of the people that are so called Negroes or African Americans. They're not giving it or feeding it to their their kind or the people that look like them because it's already in their nature to be that way. So then you have some that looks just like us, disguised like us, where that, that jewelry and this gold and all these things that they say the same stuff that they use to cause systematic depravity, saying, hey, look at me, you can be the same way. Mm-hmm. So through that, we do the same things that they do, trying to emulate that success, not knowing that that's a control energy. Think about you. Every word that you say, that's just like a brother saying, I hate paying the light bill, instead of saying, I need to get better at paying my light bill on time. Those are right. two different verbages that you're using. So when you start right. using the, the right verbages and the right positive vibrations then you see freedom and what freedom mm-hmm. is is the, uh, not an illusion but the reality to change and put forth into manifestation anything that you want to have happen mm-hmm. and once you realize that everything else around you you can believe that you're more than a conqueror and nothing can oppress you the so only thing true. that can approach you is yourself and to the things that you want and your heart's desire so that's when I say trap of freedom, that's where that comes from. I would love to speak more about, you know, commerce and, you know, what we need to do, but first thing that I think that we need to do, you know, as a people is to come together and say, hey, let's buy back our debt. Why I can't wake up in the morning no different than a debt collector and say to myself, well, I'm going to open up ABC Company, buy all the debt back under that man name, place it under a different currency or, no, you know, different position of commerce, and then sell it
4: right back to them. Mm-hmm. They sell. They stay selling debt to somebody else. So yeah. i
0: see why not. So they sell debt to other people. It's called free-flowing systems, and I want to touch on that for just a moment. You got free-flowing systems out there, and this is how this works. Say if a person signs a contract for just, say, 36 months for a $10,000 loan. If you sign up for a $10,000 loan for 36 months, the first thing that they're trying to figure out is um, what risk-based assessment, when will this person default on this loan? So say that person defaults on that loan within the first six months. Once they default on it, before even asking you to remit payment when you're this you're an equal owner of that account, they'll go ahead and say that you never remitted payment because the Chattel paper and the money doesn't truly exist. They send it to this so-called corporation called IRS, get the money back from them, and then tell it and turn around, sell it to another company and still come back and get the money from you. And if you can't realize that that is criminal in nature, then we all Mm -hmm. are. So what do we do to get that back? Then you got 1099 C forms where you can claim all of this same venture debt once it's charged off becomes venture capital and now becomes your income. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not yep. on that book anymore. Now it's your, it's your money. So now that it's your money, you use it the way that you see fit by writing it off and saying, hey, this is what I'm giving to you as a contributory method to the national debt. And through that, we see freedom. So then we talk right. about misuse and Social Security numbers. We have brothers that are locked up. We have brothers that are coming home with these fictitious felonies and such things of that nature that have no clue that you can go right up to the SSA, which is the Social Security Administration, ask for SSA-5 form, and then file as a victim of domestic violence and domestic terrorism. Get a brand new number and start and build a corporation again under that same number. So I encourage the brothers that are listening to this to call in the Brother L and ask for the documentation to be able to do so. To be able to go over to the IMF and not ask them for reparations off a bond, but tell them you are the bond and that you're going to put a surety on your own account for a million dollars, go to that bank, give them that letter of credit, and have them give you that same fictitious million dollars and use it the way that you see fit in this so-called world of commerce. Mm-hmm. And now, it's where it's e-commerce. And I want to, you know, read an excerpt from the you know Federal Reserve back in 1940 when they started making... The Federal Reserve and making members of the Federal Reserve. It started out at four million, but the reason why it started out at four million wasn't four million in money as we see as a dollar. It's two and a half cents on four million in U.S. currency. So if you go back and look at that, that's only forty million. Uh, that's only forty thousand dollars. So that same forty thousand dollars got these banks started. Then it came over to what is called plastic currency. So now when you look at plastic currency, now you're looking at what is called e- so e-commerce is the same thing that they use, which they have on that television, is an information-based of web of lies and deceit. When you have a right to say, hey, I'm going to control this e-commerce by controlling my own website now, we have the freedom to do that. I'm saying that, hey, I don't want to go buy this credit report anymore. I'm going to build my own credit report. I don't want to work for this gentleman anymore. I'm going to build my own job. And these are the things that are placed in front of us that we can see, but when we really realize uh, what we want is when we get it. Because manifestation of anything that comes into your reality when you want to change something is by you spewing it out. So like you were saying earlier, when these people say, well, I'm tired of hearing this music, I'm tired of going through this, I'm tired of being oppressed. When those things happen, then they cry out. Well, who are they crying out to?
4: Higher
0: self. Higher self. So then when you got these same ones that are listening to that same trap music and in that trap music they're still giving them scriptures, Christianity, so on and so forth, all these different dogmas and propagandas, it's made to keep you busy and not affect this. So how do right. you become focused? By having faith. And faith, how do you have faith? Faith is by walking into what your thoughts serve. So your thoughts become words and your words become action it can't be oppressed because you won't allow it to be oppressed because you won't even let that energy come out of you. And then you're spewing it out from anything that somebody had put inside your brain. Your brain is a program. Routine builds character. Routine builds habit and habit builds routine. So once you put these things inside your brain, what happens is that your programs need to change. So when I still hear that same word, like I used to, uh, have a thing. I used to like um, the brother, um, they call him you know, Sean Carter, but he used to be called Jay-Z. When I realized that Jay-Z and Sean Carter was two different people and that that man was a business and Sean Carter is a person and I never get to know Sean Carter as a person but I get to know Jay-Z as a person is that I'm really not knowing the true him. So anything that I put inside my brain, anything that I listened to that came from him, even though I thought it was in a positive light, he only wanted me to speak the words back to him. So mm. by me quoting the same lyrics and saying same, same messages, I'm speaking back into the energy source to get back to him what he wants.
4: Mm-hmm. Exactly. You got everybody chanting exactly what you want to have them chant. Exactly I've been saying that mean. for a while. These songs are rituals because when you're saying we yeah. getting money, we getting money, and you got just your name and everything in there, and then you got all of these, you know, however many people out here, we getting money, and they saying your name too, and they singing your song, and they talking about what you're doing, and all of this is like a mass ritual with everybody just chanting whatever it is you want to have manifest. And
0: you here's know, the thing.
4: so I'm with you on that one. And then,
0: and then and here's the thing, and this is what happened. We're living in what we call the magnetic field. So when Mm -hmm. those same people are listening to those same energies and when you decide to say, Hey, I don't want to be a part of those energies anymore, be careful who you speak to. Be careful who you give your intellectual property to. Be careful who you even touch hands with in the physical. Because those Mm -hmm. are the same people that are saying, Hey, I pledge allegiance to what this is saying to me and I take pledge allegiance. To those same rituals, incantations, and I'm willing to rest my whole spirit upon that.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: you're oppressor now. Those are not your kind anymore. Until okay. so they're brought Never. out of it. But then, if you're talking about being lovelies and being politeness, those things have gone away. Me personally, as I speak about it, and I want to say it to the world to convey it and play it, I'm getting tired of hearing, hey, I can't do this. This person is oppressing me. So on and so forth. And the only thing that we got to do is speak it, and it shall come into existence because we are one in the image of the same of God. Believe in Mm -hmm. the animal Of God. Believe in the energy that's already in you, and realize that even when I speak, as I'm speaking now, it's not me that's speaking. It's not Brother Mitchell. It's God. Mm Mm-hmm. And because I hear those same things, those same things come back to me. And because I profess those same words, those words have no other voice but to come back to me when I command them to.
2: hmm
0: Because I am a I'm a very firm voice, voice. And oh, I'm a part of that information. Uh,
3: going in on what you were saying, all things vibrate. You know what I'm saying? so even through the... Through The apparatus of sound, as well as through the apparatus of thought, is on a vibration. And so, how uh, we we speak, we speaking on trapping and freedom. So even in that, those two realms of even though they're like you know dualities are two different opposites, they still correspond with each other and they still coexist with each other, like man and woman. We we were speaking Mm -hmm. on earlier. Dude has he has two chains of intellectual. He knows what he's talking about. But what's, what what is taking place is the saturation of our internal energy through um, through low end vibrations. But we were speaking on it yesterday the the, the physicists I think the college is called George Mason. These two physicists uh, they they were studying in uh in majoring in, in physics. They developed uh, some type of machine that puts out fire, but the way it puts out the fire is by way of extra low frequencies or bass, right? So, what do we in the uh, in the physical in the metaphysical sense? What do we relate to as fire? And you just singing the song seconds <laughs> the serpentine fire, right, brother? Haru. That's right. So when yeah, that extra low frequency, and you also mentioned something as as well, sister. So you say something about and, and, you, and you and you you as well too, or brother. The elementary, you had said something about it. taking is away, or pretty much castrating the man's role in, in society, or in, in our culture. Because what what is uh that base energy related to physical activity? So if we can, if it gets saturated, getting put out by this low end sound or this low end vibration, extra low frequencies, which is not only in bass or bass music, trap music, is the trap is the trap. We can tell ourselves something in low vibration and it'll, it'll stagnate the growth or the process that is naturally supposed to be occurring. And that's the freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom is natural. You, you know we, you know what I'm saying? You got trees and grass and the sun and moon and stuff like that that has this natural process of being free. You know, whatever. Right. We call it. But whereas we got these things that's now being, you know, GMO, chemtrails, heart system that's circulating around being trapped. But these are all man-made, synthetic, artificial type of means to keep us in a certain type of mentality on the low end. Mm-hmm. So that saturation, that fire, the extra low frequency, or that sound, that bass, is not just from the base of, a, of the 808s, it's from the base of our thoughts, or where we're already stuck down there. And like you were saying, I mean, if everything is vibrating on a certain frequency and vibration, and, and that's how life is from, uh, you know, from liquid, gas, solid. We see it as what it is, but it's only on the, on that slow variation to where we can right. determine it to be solid, liquid, or gas, right? So in those mm-hmm. vibrations, if 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 the vibration is stuck down here, you uh, in that lower end, and it keeps mirroring base, back,
4: and this is, near that base chakra, as we're talking about base, but we also talking about that root or that base chakra.
3: Too that exactly. we're that we're really dealing with. Mm hmm. The heart chakra. Heart chakra is more, and it'd be more like the um the string instrument that's connecting all these other organs together somewhere, and it's and it's pulling and, and bringing about that flow of that blood or whatever through all these, these different. Well, when we listen to the word organ, organ means instrument. So the organ uh-huh. system. Uh-huh. It's not in it flow properly, then it's going to be disharmony, or the, the body's not going to be in homeostasis and it's not going to be homony. But that's not just the physical body in the retrospect of what we're looking at on the physical sense. It's all the things that's going to generate outside of those subtle bodies to formulate the physical reality outside. So that low end right. being slipped down in that root chakra, that's what's taking place on the trap. So when we do gain, like you said earlier, so you said. Um, you can't just sit on it, the information. You got to go out there and use it. Like the, brother, the brothers have been working in finances and clearing people's credit for, what, 20 years now? Is that correct?
2: Yes, brother. Mhm.
3: So he's been it yep. for a minute and really bringing, you know, some effective change. And he knows what he's talking about. He's doing it. He ain't just sitting down. I, like I said, I, I he, he's been uh, um, assisting me on a few things. And I seen how he moves, so I'm going to, I'm taking notes. I'm so, you know I'm, you know and I'm going to start. I I, I ain't gonna say I, I haven't done these but that, that he was talking about. I haven't done it the way he's doing it. So I, I'm seeing it from a different light and from a more professional sense. And also the way he vibrates. the the way we use our our tone out the way we speak to people. Because when he was speaking to him, he spoke with um humility yet he spoke with his with passion and with authority so he let them know what he wanted right then but he used a humble spirit he used his true spirit and he was not go in there aggressive and want to smack people around he let them know look this is my name i told you before this i'm here to do this and, and to take care of these things these items right here if you can help me please thank you it, it was a salutation in and out he, he was very humble and he spoke with with his true self. Now, whereas you know, person, I didn't I didn't hear people that don't really have knowledge of self and know how to move in conversation. They get on the phone as soon as they hear they got a bill. They cussing out, you know, they cussing out the lights. I, mean, light. <laughs> I mean, but you know what I'm saying. So, but that that flame is being extinguished by these these low end thoughts or these and these low end sounds that we that like you were saying earlier. All things that we tell ourselves, eventually, they, they originate from an idea that's external, basically. You know, it coming from a hindsight. As soon as it gets into our think tank, it turns into a thought, eventually. And eventually, that thought, it's the maneuvers it manifests into words and actions. But if the action is already based on something that's physical and that's based, you know what I'm saying, that's in that lower end, and that's where, in turn, reality is going to keep sonifying that. And that's going to be that trap, you know. So we get we perpetually caught up in a trap of what we're telling ourselves from that from a low in uh, perspective. Mhm. Yeah.
4: And I think the the words are really interesting too. When you when you spoke about the brother, um, and the way that he speaks, and you know, um, we always use that um in the beginning. There was the word and. You know, and, and really analyzing these things and what they mean in a, in a broader sense in, in and in a deeper sense, you know, so that we have some understanding as well. Um, and when you look at authority and the brother speaking with authority, when you look at the root of the word is author. And and again, you know, what we're talking about is the right to stand, you know, or jurisprudence, the right to speak for ourselves, you know. And um, even in what we're writing, we're talking about writs. You know, we're talking about um, telling our story, writing our story, making um, an assertion, just like the brothers say, once you make a decision, it's already it, it's already in the works because you've you decided, mean. I'm not going to take this anymore. And, you know, um, this is, is definitely spiritual first, even the level of warfare that we're dealing with, you know, of course it's on every level, but this is a spiritual warfare that we're really dealing with. And so we're looking for or we're working towards as a as a group, as a collective we're we're working towards authoring our own stories, you know, getting ourselves back in the position where we are governing over the storytelling because what happened somebody stepped in and started telling the story for us. Here's who you are, here's what you do, here's what you don't do, here's where you come from, here's your name, here's where you got you know. And, um, you know, for a while, while we were ignorant to the truth, we just accepted it. Right. Exactly. We just blindly took it. We mm-hmm. just took it and, you know, tried to make the most of it because, you know, we're we're gifted people and we're often able to take things. We have a high tolerance and threshold and everything. And we're able to take some of the worst of things and make the best of them. And because of that, you know, to go to church right now. That thing going to be on fire in there. Why? Because we can take just about anything and bring it to life, you know. And so, and and that's what what these things, you know, that's what has happened is that we've taken all of this that we've been given and and bringing it to life, and but we're still laying dead, you know, as a people. And so we have to get to the place where we begin to write, rewrite the story, or author our own story again, and to and and change the end up switch it up now. Make make a different story. I'm I'm not taking that. I'm not settling for that. No, you know what? I like the way the brother said that. You know, um I decided I I I don't want to work with this gentleman anymore. I think I'll just go ahead and create my job for myself.
2: Right. You
4: know, and it's just a place of standing that you come to and it's definitely about knowledge of self, you know. So again, that's the reason why these all of the schools of of religious thought or spiritual thought still come down to the same tenant, know thyself, you know? So this is the path we're on.
0: And, you know, and, you know, if I, you know, step in and, you know, I would like to tell, like, it's not a long personal story, but I want to share something with, you know, you know, some of the brothers that might be listening. Um. You know, when, you know, when I first started seeking, you know, to, you know, open my spirit open and, and you know, taking care of things to make me who I am today and what I stand for. I was going through a point of, like you say, humility. I'll never forget it and I can remember the day. It was January sixth of two thousand two. I was in my home with my family and I had the so called IRS come into my home and they put dollar amounts on even my own canned goods. I watched them put everything from out my home in systematic order and left my family to ruin, even down to my drawers and socks, all gone. And I fell down in the face of the sand, and this was in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and I looked up to the sky, and I told myself in humbleness, without speaking the words out loud, I said, this shall be no more. And the only thing that came to me in the right side of my ear, as I was speaking, was to say, "So shall it be; it is done." So once I said it, when I got out of that scene, everything that happened didn't happen to me.
6: Anymore.
0: It was a rebooting point. So when I rebooted my brain, worked together in its entire capacity, I understood something. That made all the sense to me, and this is what I wanted to share. If someone can do something to me where they can cause something to become adverse, how can I make this where this will not happen anymore? So I give a tidbit of the first thing that took place with me. I went back because I didn't have a vehicle, and I went to a car lot, and I knew I didn't have any money to pay for the vehicle. But I touched the vehicle, being that I know I'm a part of carbon and everything around that exists in the physical actually belongs to me as soon as I say it. I put my hand on that car, and I told myself, I said, I will buy this car, but I won't buy it on a loan. It's going to be mine. The energy came to me the next night. I went to that dealership the next morning because I still needed to work in commerce at the time. I was still kind of under illusion that these people controlled me. So I went to that dealership, and I said, hey, is that the certificate of origin?" He said, yeah, the certificate of origin means the VIN number. So I got the VIN number. I called the bank. Now, mind you, I had all sorts of tax liens on my credit report, everything going on under the sun, and they wouldn't finance me. So I went to them, and I told them this. I said, I'm going to give you this vehicle as a collateral. What you're going to do in order for me to start over again is you're going to open up an account, and what this vehicle is worth, you're going to place into that account. And what I'm going to do for you doing the paperwork is give you whatever amount that you're asking for just to do administrative purposes. So at that moment, I think the loan turned into like ten, a little bit over $11,300. I then told them that I will not release the title to them, and they can take that same money like I told them the first time and I'm going to pay it back to them in a collateralized loan as what I know it is today. So here's what took place. I got the vehicle that I needed to do what I needed to do. I didn't give them the title. They turned it into a personal loan. Now the car, the keys, and the title I own. So no matter what happens, and even if you find me in the uh, breach of peace or breach of a contract or I find them in the breach of a contract, they still can never take the tangible property. It doesn't belong to them. It belongs to me. So I took that same concept, and as time went on, understood what it meant, and i give another example, a medical bill. I signed something under threat, duress, and coercion, being that I'm at some point of dis-ease, and they have me signing documentation that I don't even understand at the moment because I need the help, and this is the only way that I feel like I can get the help. Instead of calling on the entities that will actually heal me without going to them, they placed me in a predicament that if I couldn't pay for it, they would place it on my credit file. So I then went back, looked at my credit file, noticed that I had a medical position on that credit file, called back up to the hospital and asked them, who gave you permission to even give my information to anyone. And at that point, I don't know if it clicked in me, but I I know it clicked in me, but I did not know if it clicked in them. But the first thing the young lady said to me was, we're sorry, and we're going to redact that information from your credit report. That was the first time. Then I noticed that I had a bunch of IRS liens and tax liens and so on and so forth, and I'm saying to myself, I have a right to buy all these debt back. And how I can buy all these debts back is by telling them I own the debt. If I was the original owner and author of those same contractual agreements, I have the right and authority to take the debt and do what I want to it and dispose of it the proper way. So once doing so, anything under them that they relinquish, once they give information to that fictitious IRS and give them that information and they're paid for it, or given their just due for it and contributed towards that national debt. At that point in time, that debt is solely mine, and whatever I would like to do with it, I can do with it, and I've decided to dispose it. So there's no such thing as no more of me having uh, a 500 credit score. Now I'm a 750 now. I'm a 800 now. But the difference is I learned after that that they don't care about me owning a home. They don't care about me owning a house. They don't care about how I take care of my family. All they want is their percentage points. They want percentage points, and they want whatever it took for them to do the paperwork. By giving them that, I still control the debt. So it's no more venture debt. It's only venture capital. And I don't know Hmm. if I'm, you know, articulating it the correct, correct way, but I'm giving it to you as it comes to me. And these are the same things that now for 20 years of practice, Has helped a lot of families And has helped a lot of homes Because the only thing I don't just clean credit I want to give Brothers and sisters The opportunity to learn Financial freedom By understanding That everything around them They own it And they control it It's just a miscommunication Or a a misunderstanding Perhaps That you don't When you Mm -hmm. do So I would encourage The brothers and sisters That are listening to this This program to march and go ask for your credit report. Tell them that you're going to take control of that straw man because, as we all know, we're only citizens, and to be a good citizen is by name. So anything that defames that name of that straw man, that makes that straw man not a good citizen. So if anybody else is pouring information to that straw man making it not a good citizen, then they're defaming character. So what character are they defaming? Are they defaming my character? No, they're defaming the lineage of that name. The forefathers, the same ones that they said enslaved and done such and such and so on and so forth, it's the same people that own those companies.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So they're defaming themselves. So to defame themselves and then to defame me means at that point there's no, no contract. There's nothing to even talk about because at that point once you get to a point of being disgraced or anybody taking that, you know, that information and using it against you, then at that point, that information doesn't exist anymore because it's slander, which they tell you if you listen to the words of the people from those Caucus Mountains to rebuke the devil. And the word devil in terminology in English language means to be a slanderer. Mm. So if I take that same book... And I walk up to the, to the front teller of the bank, and I say, hey, the same book under my straw man, I'm going to use this same book that you placed in front of me and taught me this same information for 700 years, and now you're going to do what you said you were going to do, by that book. So when I give them that Roman canon law book, and I give them that book that they gave me and told me it was a Bible, right, basic information I need to know before I leave this earth, then I know for a fact that you have to charge it off on the will of that spirit. So there's no more debt. I don't owe you anything. And if they're willing not to attest to it, tell them to put their hands on the Bible in front of you, that same book that they used to govern all these laws that they created, and say they solemnly swear that they are going to take that information and they're going to use it against you. Because then at that huh. point you own that bank. so they're not going to do that. What they're going to do for you is they're going to give you a letter stating, hey, whatever your issues may be, whether that means it hurts your credit file, if that means that, hey, it hurts you or stops you from getting something in the position of commerce, whatever the case may be, and they want to be released from all rights of being able to report slanderous information in your name. Have you signed an agreement with them that it won't happen anymore and resolve yourself from dealing with them in any type of ownership of any type of an account. So even though you won't do business with them anymore, you can do business with yourself. Mm-hmm. You can do that at that point. Second note, and, you know, I don't want to continue to talk because it, it, can, it can get pretty drawn out to do as us being who we are, is first realize that these systems that are set up that they have to control is the new ways of modern slavery. When you see a rap artist, when you see these different entertainers on TV, when they go getting that advance money and this person gives them that 350000 or that 700000 you have to remember that that money still comes from that bank. So if right. it still comes from that bank, then that money is still loaned. So if that money is still loaned, then they use that person's talent or whatever the case may be to pay back that loan. Mm-hmm. And when that person won't pay back that loan, guess what happens? The two chains album that didn't sell, it gets put on the shelf. And guess what happens with that? That two chains album goes into bankruptcy. So now two chains is no more. I'll give you a prime example of it. If you do your research and you can do this on your own, you know, anybody that's listening, Google when his name was Kitty Boy and the album that he came out with under um, DTP with Ludacris. When that album flopped, Ludacris filed bankruptcy on DTP, relinquishing him of any advance money, any loan money, or anything that he got under that specific name, under that business name, which is called 2 Chainz. Mm Mm-hmm. So understanding that venture debt versus venture capital gives us freedom. So now I know that I can wake up tomorrow and say, my name is Joe Blow Chicken Shack Man, go to that bank and say, hey, Uncle Joe Blow Chicken Shack Man, I want $200,000. <laughs> when Joe Blow Chicken Shack Man, don't pay that 200000 back, it has nothing to do with me. Unless this money is real. Shack, and if the money is real, please show it to me.
2: <laughs> Where did you
0: get the money from? Who is the origin of the money? I know Bank of America is not lending me the money. Bank of America, if that's the bank that I decided to use, and the reason why I use that one, because if you look at 90% of the artists that are out today and you look at what entities and what those 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 actual companies that own them, you'll notice that half of them are subsidiaries under Bank of America, which is called, a.k.a., the bank. Mm. So every time you use the word, I need to go to the bank, you're not talking about Wells Fargo, a Sun Trust. You're talking about the bank, Bank of America. These words boring. You're talking about them, so you're not even you're not even talking about. Anything else? So you can go when I say Joe Blow Chicken Shack Man, I want 200000 What Joe Blow Chicken Shack Man is going to do, he's going to go out here and sell millions of pieces of fried chicken to anybody that wants it. Now, once I get that 200000 back, anything after that is mine to keep. And you can have that 200000 back. I guarantee you, 100% of the time, if that happens, they're going to say, well, Joe Chicken Shack Man, do you want 400000
6: <laughs> You ain't got to exactly. you with
0: money back right now. I give you another 200000 And then next thing you know, it becomes a million. And then it says, well, hey, Joe Chicken Shack, man, do you ever think about franchising?
2: Holla. <laughs>
0: sure. Yep. Hey, you know Why do I need a franchise At Hey, you know what? We have banks in half of the Eastern District of the United States. How about you start there? We're going to give you the funding. We're going to give you the equipment. All I need for you to do is sign. So now Joe Chicken Shack Man, he signs. but he doesn't sign under Joe Jones, which is his real name. He signs under Joe Blow Chicken Shack Man. So now they're taking the risk of that intellectual property. So now when they give me that 400000 if I wake up in the morning, I say, you know what, Joe Blow Chicken Shack Man don't exist anymore, and I do not want to fry no more pieces of chicken. Right, that four hundred thousand belongs to who? Me,
5: Joe Jones.
0: Exactly. Not Joe Chicken Shackman. And then you tell him whatever you want to do with it. Put it in bankruptcy. Hey, if you want to, go ahead and call the IRS and tell them what you gave me. So that way they can see me the right income tax form. So I can tell them how much I choose. Them. And then when I tell them that four hundred thousand. I'm going to do about a the state of of commerce, was this a dollar, was it a $5 bill, a dollar bill, $10 bill, $20 bill, $50 bill, or $100 bill, it's only worth two and a half cents. So what did you truly give me? They have no other choice at that point. Not to even come after you for any type of money. The first thing they're going to do is resolve it as a whole. Joe Chicken Shack Bones can't do whatever he's going to do anymore, and it doesn't exist because it never existed in the first place.
5: Brother L, I thank you so much, Brother L. You just dropped some bombs on my head, bro. I'm gonna have to get some info, man, so we can build on a later date. You know what I'm saying? Because um, this is definitely informing right now, and you know um, I feel like this is kind of like we at that same we at that stage right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, in our lives, you know what I'm saying? We're correcting our status and making sure that we're doing things, by you know, by the letter. So um. I could really use, you know what I'm saying, some insight and, um, you know, some, share some love and some light on, you know, on how we yeah. can work out some of our, um, our little situations over this way, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I are really, definitely
4: creating a couple of uh-oh. entities right now. So we could definitely yeah. use some, you know, some
3: experts. Um, yeah, well, expert. yeah, well, yeah uh, brother, yeah. go ahead and put the information out there real quick for everyone so they can get that, if, if you don't mind.
0: Hey, I don't mind at all. In the spirit of peace, my phone number is 757-918-4429. You can call me at any time. I'll repeat. Okay, one more time,
4: brother, because I didn't have the pen yet. Hold on. Okay, what is it?
0: Yeah, I'll repeat at any given time. My phone number is 757-918-4429.
4: 918.
0: 918. Yeah, 757-918-4429.
4: Four four two nine. Okay, all right. Yes. Definitely appreciate that.
0: Yeah, and you know, like like I said, I don't want to get in too much. To it, I would like for the brother to invite me back for another segment. But what I would also like to say is that I encourage everyone to wake up today as you listening to this broadcast and say, "I want freedom." And the yes, only way you. to get freedom is to put them back in their own trap. And that's all where they mm-hmm. the words I got to say, brother. Nothing else to say. Islam,
4: Islam, Islam. I, you it's know, long. I definitely appreciate the brother's words. That was so on time, definitely on time. In fact, I spent like an hour and a half today speaking with um, a banker. Um, you know, because we were just talking about a couple of different things that we're looking to get funded in the way of projects, and um, you know. Um, for those who don't know, uh, we have a number of community initiatives and programs, youth programs. Um, we're always doing something. And, um, you know, we've been through the ringer with uh, working with different organizations and, and giving so much and, and doing so much for the community um, without really taking uh, much consideration um, for, you know, paying ourselves. And as y'all know, you know, we have a big family and, you know, mouths to feed. So we have to rework this thing a little bit. You know, it's good to do things in the spirit of charity, but at the end of the day, again, our babies have to eat. So I, I have to rework this thing and, and rethink the, the um, like the brother said, you know, start getting into some venture capitalism because that venture capital versus the venture debt model is on point. And, I, you know, that's something that I'm just learning about. Um, so I was really happy to hear the brother talk about it and I'm interested to learn more, you know. Like I said, we're all learning and, and this has been a at least a decade worth of uh process for us of moving ourselves out of that trap state and you know, into uh that freedom, not only the the um contractual level of it and, and dealing with different entities and agencies and dealing with the fiat and all that but just the freedom in terms of the state of mind, because this is, is much more about that. It's much more about recognizing who you are and what you're entitled to and what your rights are. You know, Those natural rights, spiritual God-given rights, and how that plays and interplays with all of the other artificial things, that all of these constructs and all of these things that are set up to limit our freedom. So, you know, I definitely, you know, again, appreciate the brother and, and um, his information, you know, bringing that information forward and, you know, hope that a lot of people were um, impacted by that and, and um, you know, really opened up to, you know, have an understanding of what the brother was speaking on because it's, it's very valuable.
0: Yeah, and, you know, and I also want to say one more thing because I've been, I'm been leading to say it. Anyone listening to this broadcast and you got credit cards, any type of credit cards. What I would like for you to do is to actually look up Missouri. There's 24 militias in Missouri where all major credit cards are processed, created and sent out from. I encourage everyone listening to this broadcast to take that card, look at the back of that card, look at the city in Missouri. Where it's processed that and actually write back to that militia and give them their car back. Mm. Wow! In doing so, what's <laughs> with, with, uh, with
3: the effect? What's going to happen? I'm just asking outside of it what's going to take place. Just sending it so, back.
0: So, so what do you say? So after you know, after they take you know the process and once they give those cars back, the next thing that takes place is they will actually send you a letter. And the letter is going to state of the original authorizer. And I need to explain that a little bit better. And this is, so we started out this way. Say you have a Discover card, and it's by Discover. Well, actually, Discover is just a business entity name. They are a processing company. Then you have what is called the authorizer. The authorizer is the liaison between the actual person that holds that card and the actual bank. So here's what takes place. The actual bank, it could be just say, credit of Del Marva, one of those banks, and say they actually own it. Well, this is what took place. The bank actually wrote themselves at what is called EFT, line of credit. So say it might be $10 million on that line of credit, that that company actually wrote themselves, and that money actually comes from dividends of shares that after five years, if no one actually takes it or comes back to, to actually claim it, they take that money and they put it into that same account. So once it's in that account, this is what takes place, is a line of credit. So say they will pull your credit report and they say, well, hey, I'm going to give you, and listen to the words closely, a $5,000 credit limit. So where's the limit coming from? The limit is coming from off the money that they have allocated to be able to give it to you off their credit line. So the actual money that they're giving to you, which is called EFT, or I'm sorry, ETF, electronic fund transfer, or whatever, you can say it either way, that actual money is not real. The only thing that they do is authorize purchases. So it actually goes back to that original bank, right, under its line of credit. So then at the end of the year, they take those same batch purchases that that person has made, and they have already made deals with those merchants that carry their actual card and able for that card to be processed and pay them half or whatever they might have gotten in commerce. So if I buy a box of macaroni and cheese for $5.50, the true actual cost of that box of macaroni and cheese was a dollar and fifty cents. Mm. So then they turn around and bill me because I can't pay for it within that thirty-day period, just hypothetically speaking, and charge me interest on it because they already paid it back to themselves. So if that's mm. the case, then how's the card even real? How's the card even mine? Again, henceforth the word credit limit you don't own the card give the card back to the original person that owns the card which is those banks which are funded by those same hatred spewing militias Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. and it's now designed basically as a new way of slavery not only in the ones that are of our descent even in the ones where they messed up with these projects and they messed up with these experiments that they did back in the day, giving them that fourteen percent, the seventeen percent of our blood inside of them, so they can capture souls. Right. So now what we have place take place, and hey, under that one drop blood rule, you all Negroes, and if you're Negroes, mm-hmm. or so-called Negroes. You're only a citizen, as we all know, by name. So that same lineage that you possess upon is the same lineage that is owned by that bank. And when you tell them, they ask you, give me your name, give me your date of birth, give me your social security number, let me validate all these different things and even give me a copy of your birth certificate so they can all write it off against what, as we all know, that lineage bond. Mm Mm-hmm. to ask them today to wipe away all those debts and give them their bond back. And you know where the money truly comes from? Your mineral and resources. And mineral and resources meaning your blood, the things that are inside of you. And then you can take that and you can pledge it and say, hey, I'm walking in this bank today. I want a million dollars, not off my credit, not over what you think I did. You're going to give it to me off my word. And they have no other choice but to do so. Because now you're pledging yourself. So when you pledge yourself, at the same token, be careful, because if you don't take care of those things when you get that money, that's what takes place. They will take you, prosecute you under false pretenses, and send you right back to that state where that original money came from. Wow. Well, That's why you have a Federal Reserve in every city Mm -hmm. so they can validate it. And then they send you not to a state-owned prison, a so-called. They send you to a probably-owned prison. Mm -hmm. And if you do your research, look what they do. Those probably-owned prisons have flyers and reprimandums out that say, if you don't fill these up. We're going to sue the state. But who are they suing? Are they suing the state as a whole as a people, or are they suing the state under that federal reserve? It's the federal reserve that they're suing. They're not suing the state. So then they pledge that same info and say, hey, because you did this, this is how much I need back from you, and this is how many years you're going to do it. No different when they trick us in technology to go out here and shoot a brother, and a brother gets shot in his leg, and they give you six months. They're not giving you six months because you shot him because they have no worry about him. They're giving you six months because you took that man out of commerce, taking away the six months of interest they would have got off that man. Yep. That's what you do time for. So you go going to get that time you shot that man. You do time because you took took that man out of the position of commerce. So then that man has already placed himself unannounced because he never gave up himself as a warden from the state. So to walk in one of those municipal banks, which is a courthouse, walk up to that bench, and you say, here, here's your certificate back, and politely hand it to him in a state of humility, go away, relinquishes you, of anything in that state. And then at that point, you become a diplomat, and that's what true sovereignty is. Right. So that we know that that's once that's true sovereignty, then we are free as well to chase our own desire. So if my own desire is to come out here and help my folks, or come out here and help the ones that look like me or the ones that are the same descendant as me, then I have a right to do so. Mm -hmm. So this is what they do as a technology and I want to put it out in the air, and I'm not going to say anything after this. I know I'm talking long-winded, so I'm not going to keep it continuously to go on, but this is a tidbit that I want to put in the viewers' heads that are listening to this. Your family signed a human resource vital records document, and at the same token, they signed that document. And the first place that I got to go to when I want a job is to the human resources department, give them all that information to validate. They turn around, give that information. They give the money back to me. They tax it, and then I turn around and spend that money back with them, building their empire, then i building my own. So I'm deceived. Mm-hmm. So if I'm deceived, then at any point in time, because I know i have deceived and because I have rights to that straw man and under the things of that straw man, I have a right to give you notice of the fault and say that you deceived me. And I take everything back. Not one by one, not little by little, not each style in a form. I'm giving it back to you all at the same time. And because I give it back to you, then you have no other choice to give me what is rightfully mine which is my mineral resource. So that means me. And everything about man they can't control it. hmm So that means I have a right to go on that ground and dig up and see if I can find oil. I have a right to take a seed, take the things that come out of me and plant it in that seed, have that seed to grow before it to bear fruit to heal my own lineage. But that's enough. I don't want to continue to talk about that stuff, but, brother, like I was explaining to the brother before L, when we had a personal conversation, this is something that I want to get into, I encourage everyone that has a helpmate and has a woman, that means or join together as a group, to cleanse themselves, to take their estimate, go get you seeds, plant those same seeds in the ground, and once those fruits and vegetables grow, take those in, and I guarantee you, you'll never, ever have to even visit a doctor. Because through cell metamorphosis and cell mutation, it only lasts 10 years. So as soon as you put those fruits and those vegetables in your body that you grow from your own excrement of your body, then it has to become a part of you. And you get those vital resources from that fruit the way God designed to give it to you and the way that you use it by communicating back to God that you accept it. Hmm.
3: Yeah, but I'm definitely gonna to have to have you back on here soon. And uh because I got. You, um, probably a couple of days. I'm, I'm probably call you tomorrow, most most definitely. Anyway, I'm touch base with you on a few things. But we uh, definitely gonna to have to build again because you brought some information. I like how you brought that in about uh, resources that you know, economics meaning basically resources of the planet Earth. So yeah, we are the we are the resources, we are the economics. That blood and sweat, like you said, minerals. Yeah, so that's powerful. And um we got we got about like thirty more minutes left on the broadcast, so it's uh you um, got uh
0: yeah, umbrella part because I didn't you know, I didn't finish that the way that I should have. Once you grow those fruits and vegetables, because you are comprised of cells and cells continue to grow without a nucleus. Once you put them in the ground, plant one seed, you will grow many. So from that one seed, you can grow a crop. And I have them in my backyard right now that I can prove I put one seed of watermelon in the ground. But in my backyard, I have 15 watermelons growing right now for one seed. I'm going cut you all, brothers? I don't know how many watermelons I
5: got outside. I, I, I started my own garden. Um, in fact, I've been doing garden for about the last uh, three years, my own home garden. But now I'm actually working on farms and things of that nature too. And we're doing our own, like, um, you know, our own organic foods. We're using our own um, compost. Um, we're not using no um, nothing synthetic. Everything is organic, you know what I'm saying? And uh, one of the most important things that we're in, in on the land is our love and the energy. You know, from within. You know what I'm saying. So, I, by you saying that with the um with the food? Uh, it's, it's amazing because I'm actually growing food right now. We just picked out of the garden today to have a salad this evening. You know what I'm saying. I got some greens out there. I got some um, some uh, Romanian salad uh, lettuce. I got some. Um, um, I have onions. We have basil. We have peppers. We have watermelon. We have tomatoes. And these are all things that I've been doing, you know, again to, you know, like you said, keep it, you won't be going to the hospital. If you know what you're putting out there, you know, you eating your own food, you know, you know what you're going to get from um, um, the nutrients from the food, you know? So um, also um, somebody sent me an email and was um, telling me that before I plant any seeds, that I should put the seeds in my mouth and hold them under my tongue for five minutes. Um, After I take the seed from out of my mouth, and I put it in the earth, my DNA in the seed now.
2: Mm,
5: yes, you know. Yeah. And now when you plant that, that that's a part of you that you just put in the earth. You know. Exactly. Um, we also we also got a um a, a a video series that we got going on. I um I'm, I'm supposed to be making a new video tomorrow, um called Plant a Seed and Watch It Grow. You know. So we um have been videotaping the garden and um and showing people how um, it, um things work you know, um, in nature, you know what I'm saying, dealing with um, um, growing your own food and things of that nature, you know what I'm saying, and how um, all the um, the insects, the bugs, the, uh, the birds, how all of that plays a part of your gardening too as well, you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's that's beautiful you said that, bro, because, I mean, we actually today was out there picking salad and stuff out the garden so we could just bring it in the house and eat, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, and also you know, and speaking of pond gardens, and when I talk about you know, you know, inducing your own DNA into it, you also yeah, you're right. You can do it with saliva, but what mm-hmm. me and my, but me and my wife, what we have found out as far as like and this has been a practice in our home for about ten years, with just her mm-hmm. and I only, that certain vegetables that we grow, like um, the mangoes, um, some of the other fruits that we grow that when you take that same stuff and say once you cleanse your, your body of those actual toxins and what you release from your body and you add that actual to the compost, the gold inside of that, that waste is what most people call it, it goes inside mm-hmm. that compost, actually makes that plant electrify, electrify. Wow. To
2: right, the right. Dollars.
0: So then once you take it and you induce it back to yourself, Anything that that fruit was supposed to do as far as, like, cleansing those cells would do it and magnetize itself out of 10th power. So then the next wow. time that you do it and you grow those same fruits by cloning, because some people don't clone their plants, you know, and that's, you know, that's a home, you know, a skilled trade. But as right. you continue to grow them, those plants will actually do this. They will slow down and grow and actually take more time to grow because those fruits actually start taking on the characteristics of that DNA. Mm. Take on the characteristics of that DNA as that person that treats it with love and that person that speaks to those trees and those plants, it actually grows in tune with them. So then the vibrations of that plant feeds off the vibrations of your body and whatever needs to be taken care of at that time, at the right time when you induce that fruit, which is all done by the universe, it has even more nutrition and beneficial factors to it. I even give mm-hmm. it to, like I have a pomelo tree in my backyard and I grew it about five years ago. I have three more years before this plant actually produces the first fruit. Now, as I put what I put into this plant, through my DNA, I know that when it produces that fruit in eight years, which I have three more years left, that the universal law of it, that when that fruit grows and is able for me to consume, it's going to do something wonderful to me, but not only to me, but also to my offspring,
2: mm.
0: to the increase in the data. So then, once I show them how to do the same thing and take those mother plants and keep them around, for years, or those same seeds, and they decide to grow them as they become older and get into gardening, then those will have even more of an effect. And then the next thing you know, it's going to have even more of an effect. And it just trickles down all the way through generations and generations. And once that is done, then, hey, brother, we, we're coming back to what we are. And it's beautiful that I'm able to talk to you, uh, your wife, your family and everybody around to let us, I just want to say that we're all on a path and the path that we're on, the universe is going to lead us to a way where freedom is undeniable. Freedom is already here. and Everything that's in it, we have to go get it. Because if you take a baby, when a baby is born from out of his mother's womb, it cries, it does all of that. But that baby has not been given the intelligence to actually ask for the milk so that baby will continuously to reach for that breast, knowing that it's milk inside of it through innate intelligence without even having a form of communication.
4: Sure will, because I pulled them right out, and they, they make their own way up to the breast. They get right they
0: on make, it. Yeah, and they make their own way up to it. And the reason why they make yep. their own way up to it, because then we start realizing that the words that these people have bestowed upon us are not the words. That we should speak because if words are power and power means law, then that means that one word can't have two different meanings.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It can only have one. So once it has that one meaning, and once it is put out into the manifestation of the earth, then it has no other choice but to bring that back to you.
3: Mm-hmm. So okay, so you know speaking on that.
4: Go. go ahead. I'm sorry. i
3: you go right ahead, so. You're good.
4: No, I, you know, I wanted to comment on, you know, just to add on to one of the things what the brother was just speaking on when he was talking about words because, I'm, you know, I'm really big on words and studying words from every direction and, you know, just using a whole bunch of different methodologies to really look into words and study words. And one of the things that was interesting to me that, um, that speaks to what the, the brother was just speaking on is how in different languages they don't even have these sort of, kind of type of words like that, you know, um, maybe and uh, almost and, you know, those type of words where it's neither yes nor no kind of words where it's not a definitive um, word with okay. one meaning. Uh-huh. Is, is, that's exclusive to this language. Is so only exclusive
0: to this language? Exactly, because what they do is they try to take the Kabbalah and they take other books and then they try to contort the words so that way they know the meanings and we don't. So mm-hmm. then if we don't know the meanings and they're giving <laughs> us the words what they want us to induce them, then once they do that, then we'll come apart of what they call the religion. Enter the legion. Mm-hmm. The legion of them. Not the legion of us, it's the legion of them. So once you take those same words and they use them the way that they want to and they switch them around, so on and so forth, the only way to rebound from that is by not accepting them and making them formless thoughts. So when I say the word love, I know what the word love means to me. So if I know what the word love means to me, then what I, you know, prophetically speak from out of my tongue about the word love then all the actions, thoughts, and everything about it from what my thoughts are is what it is. Right. Not from what they say. So now you got them saying, like, we take, you know, instances where you see all these different things where they're having people go against nature, but we we don't slow down and speed up sometimes to realize that, hey, And if they're saying all these different words and they're coming up with all these different terminologies every day, then how would I ever know what my original origin was or what my original language was? This can't be. So then when you start questioning that, then the first thing that happens is either two things. When you start questioning it, then those same formless words that didn't mean anything to you, you'll start, like you said earlier, you were speaking in the conversation, you were talking about research. You'll start mm-hmm. wondering try what those words mean. And, like, right. you know, and, and and it's one that really honed in on me. And, you know, now, you know, get off the subject, but one thing that honed in with me was when I started looking at African etymology and noticed that these Greeks and these other so called people, the word white actually had meant to be like purity, and the word black was actually for them and not for us. Because that's what they used to call themselves. Uh-huh. They used to call themselves black. So when they used to call themselves black, meaning that they were a part of what was called the bubonic plague and diseases, there were people that were in the lost. They wasn't in the light. We were already in the light. And the light meaning understanding that we control everything that's around us as being planetary surveyors of this land. Mm-hmm. Earth keepers. We control, keepers, exactly. We, we know what this land is. They didn't know what it was. So when they start figuring out those same things, what they did was they used the number one key that keeps us sane and keeps us right, which is called peace against us. So then they came in peace. So then what they did was they mimicked and emulated the outside appearance of us to reflect back to us. And then at the same time, once they gained that trust, they decided to start using what was already in them to try to take take us and hold captive. And that's exactly what they did. So then once you realize what they did, and look at it from a broader perspective, when you start walking up to them and use that same derogatory terms they use, Negro, colored, nigger, African-American, so on and so forth, they will get highly futile and frustrated with you because they really, really understand that all those words belong to them and they don't belong to you. Because in the end of all things, I am who I am. Mm Mm-hmm. And I am who I am, through understanding that those energies move through me, and even with me, I don't control myself. The energy controls me, and because the energy controls me, my DNA, as part of this earth organism, has already been designed. So mm-hmm. it's not carry anything materialistic because that's only one fashion of it. If people want to realize, like. Let's think about the three things that cause people to leave this planetary position early. First one would be matter manipulation. First off, people don't, they, they look at matter in one plane. They look at these physical things that are in front of them. Second of all, we've all been taught at some point in time in our nature until we realize it, that, hey, our genes control our genetics. So whatever my predisposed genes are, I can't control them. They were already there. And then the last one of them all that they most definitely continuously to put in front of you every day is the power not to control your own thoughts. Because if you take a cell and you take the nucleus away from it, the cell can still survive. If you put that cell in a pastry dish and leave it there for 10 hours, when you come back, there's a 1,000 cells. And then if you leave it for another 10 hours, it starts to grow skin matter. So do the cells actually need to do this? No. But once you start denying those cells, right, and that energy that's been put inside of you, when you start denying those cells, the next thing that happens, it gets out of discord. The mayor is not the mayor anymore, and then it has a choice because you're not giving it a job, it's to fizzle out. And then at that point, you move on to this realm again. But the realm that you're living in, it's not in the same time frame that they gave to us because you got to remember 200 years ago, it wasn't 24 hours. It was only 20 hours in a day. As time started to relieve itself, they started adding seconds onto it, and now we're at the point where they have 24 hours, given that the first time that they made daylight savings time. They started to add more time. It's called the Mandela effect. It's six hours. Mm-hmm. They always promote eight hours of sleep, so you can't see in the organism what's going
2: on.
0: hmm Induced to the hours that they gave you, or the hours that they tell you to use. So then, when they started noticing the brothers and the sisters in these 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 brick and mortar places, and these places that are not right or the places that they designed to try to hold us captive, they started staying up all night. And then they started staying up days. And once they started staying up those days and those nights, they started realizing that they were becoming more with the self. Everything was starting to become in unison. It was starting to become one. So then they had to start designing things to control that oneness. So then they started putting out that derogatory music. Then they started putting out these fictitious Movies where you got a woman jumping on top of a shark, stabbing it with a a three-inch blade, and she's killing it. They start putting out these different negative movies showing death and showing all these different things because they wanted to start to control the woman. But when those people that couldn't afford cable, they couldn't afford lights, they couldn't afford all these things, they have to realize that that was not at all a disservice That was a blessing. So that way you're not entertained by these things that they keep putting in front of you to keep your mind off what is really going on so you're focused to be what's what's here, what's in front of me. So if I know these bricks and mortar buildings in front of me, then the first thing I'm going to think when I'm not entertained by anything else is how I'm going to get out of this because my nature doesn't want to be in it. Your body doesn't want to be around something that, that has no trees. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Seriously Real talk Seriously it it,
0: uh-huh. Your body wouldn't even be able to exist So if that was the, And, and if we know that then we also know That it's a system that you're fighting That's not in these physical realms It's these principalities These things that are set Setting aside that they keep trying to put enforce force on you in order for you To break the covenant that was already Given to you they're talking about marks of the beast of the words they use, and that was the only ter- the reason why I'm using those terminologies, are those contracts. Because mm-hmm. those contracts will have you rebel against the true and living God, which is in oneself, giving yourself to them to monitor. Mm-hmm. So if are talking, then they'll put on, like, these shows, Love and Hip Hop, and I'm only doing this for purposes of people listening to the broadcast. Love these shows Love and hip hop Um, Let me show you behind the scenes How things work So on and so forth They put those things out there In front of you So that way They can control who you want And make you a clone If you notice After the time If you can go outside right now And go sit in a Walmart parking lot I guarantee you Nine times out of ten You can count ten people That look the same Whether they're male or female Uh Same, Same clothing same, all of it, and then they turn the word Lagos into logo. hmm Put all your clothes. Told them animals, so on and so forth. You can have it. I all. mean,
4: you you definitely can see that, brother. I, you know, if I could just add on to what you were saying with that, you know, as far as you know, going to Walmart, and that was a good example. You could go to Walmart parking lot and and see, you know, a handful of people that look the same. And it's interesting, you know, the more information you get about things, you, you start recognizing all kinds of similarities between the people, even in the way they move and they walk, because your body and the symptoms and, and things that you're dealing with in your body is is really telling of what your spiritual continents are about and what's going on. If you favor one side, if, are you balanced? You're dealing with the lower um, aspects of your energy body or the higher or, or – uh, you know cuz you can see it you can see it in how people hold themselves and how they walk and how they move you know you and definitely you can you can see their um the choices in what they eat and the way that they that they carry themselves as well um you know the the things that they buy
0: you know i never
4: forget um my first time listening to Joel Pukram, she made a comment about um you know, you could tell what somebody got going on in their house by looking at their grocery bags, right? And that, you know, at that time, I I wasn't there. I didn't. It, that flew right over my head when I when I first heard it. You know, some years ago, and um, but but at this point, it's almost like it's becoming so obvious that we are. God, that we are the body, the cells of God, that the earth, that all of these things work together in correspondence once you start, you know, not just reading the information and, and just gathering information and, and um, you know, um, learning things and reading books, but when you really start to look at and apply and live and allow the information to live within you, you start seeing all of these things. You start asking yourself questions. The research becomes <laughs> your yeah. your day-to-day life and how you, you know, interact with people. It starts to be the research, you know, that you do.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh,
4: I just want to jump in for one minute,
5: brethren. I, um, actually, I have to run to the store before the store closes and grab some water because I don't have no water here, but I want to say this, man. I really much love to you, brothers, man. I appreciate it, and I can't wait for us to do this again, man. Um, brother, um, uh, Shifu Elohim, man, as soon as you, um, bring brethren back on, man, please. Make sure we on man for part two. You know what I'm saying? Definitely.
3: definitely. definitely. I, will, I will You know that. You know that. If I get thanks to you, uh, guy. You know, be safe on your travels out there, and I will talk to you real soon.
5: Indeed, man. Um, I'll get. I'll give you a call back when I get in, man. If if the show's if the show's show over, but I'm trying to make it to the store before the store close, so it's almost
2: yeah, eleven, and I know I got to get to the store. Yeah.
0: And and and, I'll, and I also yeah.
2: want
0: to say that you know, like I've been blessed by you guys' energy through this transmission of utility, I can feel it all. And I'm actually sitting here smiling right now because I know that these conversations that we are having is going to bring us to another point. And, but to add on what the sister is saying, because I don't want the brother to leave without hearing it, is one thing my grandmother used to tell me, and I never understood it until this time now. She used to say that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Um. And once I start realizing that I don't even control who I am or what I am and that God does it or this universe and the words that you can put on it. I, I just think that's just a word that we use to try to be familiar. I think it's something even greater than that, that once you, you believe and start to become a part of that and it starts to resonate with you, then he's able to do what he came to do in the first place, which is the same technology that they try to take us and hide from us. Right. Right. If he don't help you. You gotta help yourself now, and that's not yeah. true. I'm, I'm gonna go part with, with
3: uh, what you came in on. You you touched in on um, the etymology behind trap and and, uh, and freedom. Well, I'm, I'm gonna step in right there with because word trap basically we can look at it like uh, we go back into the dramatic um, definitive of it and etymology. It means what that you know to step on or to. Uh, to use as a step or as a snare as well to trap someone. In that sense, like you said, to you know to be, be sense that in that way too. But so music is coming from Greek. It's or musawa. So that's uh that means um art. So trap music is basically what it's saying is it's something that uh, one would step on. Is it meaning is stepping on art and culture. So the way um, the way the world is, it is, it vibrates. So when we like you were saying, what God is is bigger than what a lot of people look at. But God basically is the interconnecting force of all things. You know what I'm saying? And everything, everybody, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like when you put that seed, you place that seed in your mouth. We use extra cement or feces to grow our own our own vegetation. What we're doing is we're exacting something. We're evacuating something out of ourselves to place on this physical sense of of our energy that's already external to grow something for ourselves within the mechanisms of our internal reality. So that give and take that, you know, that, that good, bad, whatever, that goes throughout you become one through the mechanism of the energy that's already there, that God, you know what I'm saying? So when we step on cultural art, trap music, then it relinquishes of up us, of our power, our true authority, like you're saying, because now we're, we're using something, It's not really the trap music that we're talking about, but basically what we're speaking on is how some things have become so, so it's become so much of a a normal activity in our life that we don't even see that what's taking place. What what we're doing is stepping on our own self. It's like that thing in the Bible with the snake or whatever and, you know, stepping on the head of the snake and all that. It's killing off the... Truth of our arrival and our, the arousal, the arousal of that energy, and when it flows up properly, to be able to acknowledge oneself and see what's going on internally, and, and see how beautiful that interconnection is with that God's, uh, you know, body or whatever, and that that energy how it it flows through, and without all things in in the mechanism of the internal and external. So how you planting that seed, then the seed come back and has all the vitality and the nutrients and the resources from. Yourself and from the earth and from the inner connection of that energy, just by the mind, they saying this is what's taking place. So when we put, when we stepping on the truth or the art, the art behind it, you know, the the, the way we do things is through the the beautification of ourself and from the internal uh, avenue. But right now, what it is is something that's external or something that's outside of us that's on the ugly. You know monsterly looking face you've seen the cell you know what I'm saying when it's degenerated it looks like a monster it's, it's very hard it, it's uh it has a, it's acidic basically and it has a lot of things going on outside of its normal process of being watery so that okay. mm-hmm. that activity you know that mirror effect are you saying a culture dish because everything that vibrates is going to vibrate and there's a process called entrainment so everything that vibrates vibrates on on different multiples of frequencies. So those frequencies can be they they can be attuned to whatever the external device is, like an entrainment. So you got a tuning fork and you place it mm-hmm. next to you. Don't even have to touch the other tuning fork, but the tuning fork, both tuning forks would immediately start resonating at the same frequency. So in this reality, the cells do that because the cells vibrate and everything vibrates. So if they have an external device Sonic like a horse, yes, silent resonance, and they got mm-hmm. silent weaponry that, uh, you know, uh, what's the name, Tesla, Tesla developed back in the day, but these sil- this silent repertory can, well, you know, what it does, it, it pretty much can put people's brainwaves in line with that external stimulus, and then in turn it will cause us to have whatever that stimulus, the emotional status of that stimulus, it will cause us to react in that manner, like everybody waking up aggressive for no reason. And then one the next day, everybody wake up. The reason, no reason of
4: chemtrails and nanotechnology in this food. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's it. That's it.
4: Yeah. That, is that my I Could That's that. Good. It yeah. is. That's exactly
0: yeah, what it is. You know. Don't, don't know why you're crying or why you why you want McDonald's chicken nuggets so bad. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. It's, in, it's in the music too. It's in the music too. Cause you know how we listen to a good song after you know something might have happened. like you were saying earlier, it's a memory that we had when we were seven years old, we heard this on the first time. Now I'm 30 years old. I hear it again. But I had the same reaction emotionally that I did the first time. And it's Even only
6: saying.
3: because of the cell. Yeah, it's the cell. The cell has absorbed that. The water of the cell has absorbed the mm-hmm. memory within the cellular membrane. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. since it's in the nucleus of the DNA where the memories or the library, about like the labyrinth of our thoughts are stored mm-hmm. in the nucleus, it automatically goes right back to that, resonates through that vibration of the energy from the memory. You know, it's not really that we're going mm-hmm. through that personal experience. It's just the memory. And that's how this, this trap of freedom is taking place too. So if the memory is based on trap, then we go back falling in the trap. But if it's based on on freedom, then we will rise up and we go to a state of freedom. So and, like and us the collectively mind
4: doesn't know the difference. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like even though it's a memory, it's just a memory it's not the actual experience, but you're, you are technically, you're still, you're experiencing it again, every time. And, and even with it not just being music, even just with words themselves, just the words, just like when you said, um you use the um, example of um, stepping on the, the head of the snake, right? And, you know, that's something that's, that's, that's working to, to do some serious damage in the subconscious mind, because we already have the image and the symbolism of the snake in mind, and it's something that we've used for a really long time to talk about that energy and the way that it moves and, you know, its ascension in our body and all of these different things. And so since we use this symbol for wisdom, for um, the movement of energy and, you know, all of these different things, now when we talk about stepping on the head of the snake, something Mm -hmm. is happening.